always hit the button because you never know. I mean, we can always edit it out, you know, but can't unring the bell, you know. Thank you, thank you. No, no, I'm very happy because, like, whenever I get this particular brand, I get a little red tip on my blue pen, and so I always it's calling it Papa Papa Smurf. So I've got Papa, and so then I'm like, where did I leave Papa Smurf? Oh, I would say French the vape. I am set. Where's my pen? I can't find it. Oh, it's right yeah, here. Yeah, that's. I actually literally <laughs> have mine on a lanyard because I'm back. No, I was actually thinking about that recently because I lose them so often. Even just like sitting in yeah, front of it, I'll lose it five times in a row. <laughs> same, same. Yeah. I'll hold it and I'll be like, where is it? Yes. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. My my fellow THC uh, dependent adults, let's let's uh, let's set a point where the recording starts. Did it restart at the beginning? Or did it start already? Are we recording right now? I hear Kathy screaming. Wait. Okay. No. Yes, we are. I just had to step away because it occurred to me that somewhere in my crafting drawer are those little things that you use for your eyeglasses. Uh huh. Oh I'm yeah. See if they work. They might yeah. be stretchy enough at the end that it's literally like just. I literally I bought this off Amazon. They're like selling them now. Like it's just like a. I mean, I shouldn't be like plugging Amazon for literally anything. No, I but... want like a. I want like a holster, like like the way Lara Croft on fucking <laughs> yeah. has like a knife and shit. But I like, want to be like huge check bullets, that out. Like you know, just like lined up. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I used to, when I was a big joint smoker, I used to take all the cigarettes out of a pack of cigarettes and make, like, perfectly cigarette-sized joints, and I have, like, 20 of them in a pack. Oh, see, I did this just the thing where I would remove the actual, like, nicot- like tobacco and then just fill it with weed, and then just had a pack uh, of weed cigarettes. That's filters. really cool. Well, that's, um, that's what it'll be like in the future when you start going to the gas station, like the Circle K. That would be fantastic for me. Yeah. It's like uh, when Philip Morris... And R.J. Reynolds and all those companies get into weed, then then we'll have that. Just that'll be crazy. I bet it'll be way cheaper too. Yeah, it'll be way cheap. I mean, you as it is THC now, like, that'd be awesome. Yeah, as it is now, like the guy that we used to, our Gary, the, who's our, 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 that's the guy that deals to us, but we just call him our Gary or our Gear Bear, whichever you prefer. <laughs> um, he's like really trying to lowball the stores now because. Yeah. Gray market just rolled out. Like, I mean, there are some like open stores that are actually are open for business, but most places are just like gray market resales of like New Jersey and California stock. So, oh. um, yeah, I think so we just get like periodic texts from Gary, and he's like, "Low, low prices on Gorilla Glue number four. And we're like, "Oh, stop!" I have some stories. You're making I... me sad, Gary. Stop <laughs> groveling. I have some stories that kind of tie into this because you're you're in the 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 uh, New York metropolitan area, let's say. And so I am. I've pieced this together through context clues. And so I was just there recently uh, in September and I was walking through not even just Manhattan, just my entire experience in New York City was that I just smelled weed all over the place. And I made this comment to the person that was with me and I kind of buried it away. And then like just a couple like weeks ago, this was like a front page thing, like mm-hmm. at the post and everything. I thought that was like mm-hmm. such a, I mean, it's probably even more of whatever it was when I experienced it yeah. there. But it's so funny to, like, see 
just that be publicly ad announced and acknowledged that that is a thing that exists. So, like, I don't have a problem with our, it. I don't even think brilliant most people do, piece but it's of shit mayor. <laughs> yeah, our brilliant piece of shit mayor. We we love to elect people that we hate. Um, <laughs> well, our, our the Eric Adams was like, "Ooh, you smell that? Smells like weed." And we love that here. And I was like, "All right, all right man. All right, ex-cop Eric Adams loving the stink of weed." Um, but yeah, it smells everywhere. It's fine. Except like I have like a friend who works at like a K to eight school and she's like, it always smells like weed. I'm like, oh, that's sad. Oh. I don't I don't want to hear about like the fifth grader smoking weed. That is. Well, I no, won't, so I won't the, say so, it didn't happen uh, here my, when I was growing up, but you know. My partner works at a school. Mm -hmm. Um, a middle school. Um mm -hmm. and so apparently this is like a common problem that like the kids are caught with vapes of a variety of vapes. Oh. Right. Like not just like weed vapes, but like, you know, a jewel or whatever, mm. you know, or whatever the fuck they are these days. And yes, I am happy to report that the eyeglass thing does in fact fit right over the thing, like right oh, underneath, fantastic. right underneath the, uh, from where it screws in, uh -huh. like perfectly, right? See right there. I need right that. There. I need that for. Um, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna attach it to a pin. I'm gonna wear it like a, like a what's it called? Like like a, like a brooch, you know? That's gorgeous. Like, no, it's a work of art. See, this amber. This is some kind of a precious it's gorgeous. Tool. Yeah. I, uh, I'm gonna dangle it from an ear like this, while I'll look like. Make it like accessible yeah. so you can vape it from your ear. Oh my god, it can be like one of those nose ring ear rings, yeah. but it goes from ear to it's like a camelback vape, but yeah. <laughs> the like the beer. And we I hope whoever is listening to us is writing these inventions yeah. down. Beer, beer can hack. gonna make if they are if they make it, they're gonna make billions. Where is the beer oh, sipping brilliant. hat? The 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 vape hat. Where is it? The vape oh, hat, yeah, yeah, like the double beer. Yes, <laughs> yeah. but like with two bowls on top. Two, yeah, and you're just perfect. <laughs> We're entering new frontiers of teen Mark. weed movies. And uh, pr yeah. product. Which I think should be our topic market. for next week now. Everybody write it down. Watch some teen weed movies if anyone this is a, next week. If anyone They're is all a product appears. development specialist out there and would like to create a line of... Uh, vape-based helmetry with us um, <laughs> please send us a message i don't see why we couldn't have like a weed haberdashery oh it's completely it's completely possible i don't know i think honestly how about this I, don't I'm forget gonna, to tip your haberdasher i'm gonna bet that some kind of like nicotine vape that you can wear in your hat some way already exists something like that it has to oh like, 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 uh, like those, like those canes that are also knives <laughs> Yes. Oh, yes. that that is the way to sneak something into a venue. Yes, fake canes. <laughs> that is fucked up. I'm sorry. It's like the uh, the the guy from dandy canes though. Dandy canes, right? Like delicate little features at the end or whatever well there's the guy in evil nice. genius that made like a shotgun out of one do you, do you remember that that was wild um yeah wow <laughs> that was a that was a fantastic ride documentary yeah 
Oh, is that the guy with the uh yes. the, bomb, the bomb bomb guy too? Yeah. Yes. So literally oh, a mind blowing. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Oh, oh wow, oh I missed the pun. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> that was a great pun. Well, uh, also rest in peace to Brian, whatever his name was. But uh it sounds like you were entangled in the plot as well, so anyway. Yeah. Let's see. <laughs> yeah, moving on moving on. Moving so on. Quickly yeah. moving on. Good segue. I have about 4,000. Uh, well, it's my favorite segue. Um, I have about 4,000 stories. The MILFs. Uh, including the MILFs. Let's see. Did you know that uh, uh, Nancy Pelosi recently had her house exercised? Oh, not safe smudged. No, just full on exercised. Here, I just oh, wow. threw the article across the room uh, <gasps> by accident. Yes, the devil compelled me. Or, Wait. Or was it Christ? <laughs> yeah, or devil, was it Christ? yeah. Uh, the power of Nancy compels you, the article starts. Former House Majority Leader Nancy Pelosi summoned priests to rid her Lux San Francisco home of evil spirits after a man attacked her hubby there with a hammer. Full disclosure, this is obviously from the New York Post. I don't think anyone else would like this article. I think that weighed really heavily on her soul. I think she felt really guilty, said Pelosi's 52-year-old daughter Alexandra, the New York Times reported Saturday. I think that really broke her. Over Thanksgiving, she had priests coming, trying to have an exorcism of the house and having prayer services, she added. Wow. As far as I know, no exorcism or priest services were performed at her home. <laughs> the priests involved told... <laughs> this is a great article. But Pelosi 82 may have gone outside her local church hierarchy for holy help. So she is Catholic, day. though. I yes, just want to... I do want to... I had no yes. idea. And let's not, yeah. let's not blame her for that, of course. Um, no, I mean as a Catholic myself, yes, I certainly I, yes, do. And myself as well. I, I was. I'm, <laughs> I'm, in the, I'm in the church paperwork somewhere. It's real. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Anyway, I was just reading it because it I'm a was... papist. I'm a dirty papist. I I, I I go to church. I I don't know that I would get my home exorcised. Even are you guys I... mad? Are you guys mad that I'm Jewish? No. Oh no. I'm not actually, I mean, I killed, I'm not actually Catholic, really. I just grew up. In I that killed world. your guy. I killed your guy. I'm really sorry. Oh, it won't bother. That's fine. He he was supposed to. That's the whole thing. That's like, right. predestination and such. Right, Ju that, that's that's the fucked up thing about the Bible when you read it. Like Judas was like his favorite. That was why he kissed him. And Judas was supposed to turn him in. He only did it because Jesus told him to. It's fucked up. And then, yeah. like, everyone's, like, mad at Judas, and Judas is like, I just did what that fool fucking told me to do. I don't know why you guys are so mad at me. I have a lot of sympathy for Judas's care yet. Because I feel like he was just being a good friend to Jesus. Like, you know, I feel like... I feel like it's an episode of The Sopranos, actually, right? Where everyone... Like, Tony's like, I just... In order for me to be the most ascendant being, I have to die. I have yeah. to die. He's like, but somebody's got to kill me. And it's got to happen publicly, and it can't be any of you guys, really, right? Judas couldn't have killed him. He couldn't have been the guy who actually killed Jesus. He's like, so he had to be a rat. He had to be. I mean, in some, in some outtakes, perhaps, maybe. I'm picturing the Bible now as a reality TV show, like uh jesus's favorite disciple and there's like 12 disciples all set up and then in the corner is mary magdalene being like sup jesus mm -hmm. you don't want to hang around with all these dipshits anyone okay, i'm uh, writing it down anyone seen the price of eggs lately 
<laughs> wow. They're like $10 an egg. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why you didn't want to talk about the Pope and his middle finger tweet. Oh, wait. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Tell me about this, actually, please. Oh, let me find it. Um, earlier this week, the Pope, a kind, compassionate soul, a man of God, yeah, a man of peace, even a man of change, right? even yeah. Um, Someone. I'm making my computer think too hard, so my ah, there it is. Don't worry, I can do that about on February second, Groundhog's Day. Yes. yes. The official, actual official, not a parody account of the Pope tweeted, quote, The middle finger, which is higher than the others, reminds us of something essential, honesty. To be honest means not getting entangled in the snares of corruption. And then all of the replies to it were a variety of famous individuals giving the middle finger. It was pretty cool, actually. Um, and then they deleted it. It didn't last for more than like an hour or so. I was very disappointed in the Pope. I think that um, I think that if you see, I, this is what I feel like. If you follow the news of the Pope at all, you see, this is how I feel. That the Pope has constantly made a lot of- The Pope-arazzi? If you uh, keep up with the, the the Pope Times, like I do, which is basically you read the USA Today because they cover his every move, typically. This one I missed, but um, it's he seems to be making a lot of like very progressive corrections, and then immediately like everyone around him is like, "Man, I can't wait till this guy is out of here and we can change everything right back to the way it was." Like that's I don't know, you know who knows whoever will be the next Pope, but like it seems like every time he pushes anything out the you know followers at, at large with large voices seem to uh fight against that every time i was familiar with this um with uh you know ex's family in the middle of the country they were catholic they fought every like new change the pope was trying to you know educate to his his followers and stuff um, no he's he's apparently a very progressive pope i guess whatever that means for still running an organization called as the catholic church corrupt and demented as something called the catholic church right it's fucked yeah. up as a very concept well, I'm just franciscans I, like you can say <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm i'm just saying I, like social work yeah. school there are four or five in every class they're like coming in in their brown robes with their <laughs> rope belts and and they're like how can i serve and i'm like hey all, all right guys yeah i'm okay yeah. with that no it's really interesting so like okay uh I have a, a, a just an absolutely wild statement that I read. Yes. I have to grab the book, though. I like that background, by the way. It's a very beautiful home you're in. It is. So uh, this photo is the interior of the Frank Lloyd Wright oh, is that from Adobe that? Oh, in okay. Santa Fe. Cool which we shall one day acquire That's right. whether be. that is through legal means or extra legal means by which I mean, I'm always picturing a clockwork orange like scenario. Yes. In my heart. Anyway, it'll become our home studio through hook or crook. I think. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. It has an indoor pool is why. So it has an outdoor indoor mm -hmm. pool. 
what it what the Frank Lloyd Wright home in Santa Fe has is a room that's almost like like a little mini pool, mm-hmm. and you get into it, and then it like there's like a little swimway that leads to the exterior part of the pool. So you get in and out uh, while you're in your home still. I would give tours of that home. If I, would, I, I would do anything for this home. There's a way that Including... we could give tours to pay for it. <laughs> like I said, hmm. one day. Yeah, one day. Oh, many articles about Tom Brady this week. Many articles that just say lots of numbers and things, but he's done. And uh, seeing that, All right. yeah, rest in peace. Uh, he's retiring to broadcasting with the Fox Media Group. He will not be covering the Super Bowl, as he has said, but obviously he will be there in some capacity to be like, I'm the football man, I'm winning in broadcasting. My $375 million contract or whatever he got for like five years of football calling. Fun. Um. As a new football fan, just having started watching this year, but as a sports fan for the last few years, kind of taking it as a, as a serious observational method to communicate with other human beings as such, um, I found football to be uh, surprisingly enjoyable, surprisingly violent, and, um, uh, and the storylines are not as compelling as baseball to me, which I'm a real baseball head, as listeners of the show know. Um, but uh, I don't know. It's been it's been a wild experience and watching and make having this be like my first real year of like watching like week to week and keeping track of things and like understanding not use doing fantasy football but understanding at least like what it is and how it works and stuff. So as a naive football knower, because yeah. all I really know about Tom Brady is that he's married to that chick who used to be with Leonardo DiCaprio. Divorced now. Um, yeah. Right. Okay. Divorced. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, somehow I missed that whatever um, a month ago okay so like is he well is he like is he like a heel or a face in football like is he like well liked as a person as uh, a player like I, or is he like no he's like a dipshit if you're a real football head it kind of depends on what teams are yours but i would also say oh i got you i would also say though if let's say you're a but pack- like objectively is he a dipshit objectively he seems to be a very highly intelligent man which is weird oh I, that doesn't still doesn't answer the question is he an asshole i appreciate i appreciate you splitting that hair though yes because i i think that tells me a little bit probably you, that does that give you the team answer you must be on that right yeah. that's like yeah he's he's a he's a man who has made very smart alliances whenever he's been close enough to like getting too close to a conservative person he's like cut off and so like like so he's a conservative dipshit in his dipshit he tries to not display himself in that way he tries everything he can do to not display that that's that's his reality so he doesn't he doesn't speak up for any of those causes or anything but he's adjacent to all those people and you know Mm -hmm. bob Kraft was the owner of the team the new england patriots he was on for many of those with six of those super bowls so Owen on the pay. Okay. He owned the public. So he was very close to like corporate America's leadership a lot of times. And so his new thing is that he's retiring again. He retired, unretired, now really gone. But now he's moving on to being paid even more money to uh, announce games and call stats and stuff like that. Yeah, but that's of course what they're going to do, right? Yes. 
Because it's either that or he's going to, like, be like, welcome to the Tom Brady show. And he's going to be, like, on late night for some reason. You know, like, that's, it'll that, be that or something that's stupid. Abs- or- that could be in his future as well. He, he, I mean, he's a charismatic individual to the point that um, he wants. I mean, to- he's a pretty face. They're going to put him in a Marvel yes. movie soon enough, right? Like some shit like that, right? He has aspirations like that. He was just in a test film, basically, I think, made for him and also for Ron Gronkowski. It was called. Oh, Earth it's going to be awful. 80 right? Brady. It was about. There's some- no way something like that could be good well he's like a i think the only (laughs) successful sports stars that made it into the movies were both oj simpson and kareem abdul jabbar what about about, uh, kevin durant in in uncut gems though or kevin garnett excuse me okay okay dan marino and ace ventura come on guys oh right yes You know, he could have Ooh. done more bits, like, as I'm Dan That's Marino. right, the Miami Dolphins bit, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that movie. Wow, haven't thought of that movie in five billion you know years. I always thought of that movie as, like. Watching it later. Adding it South to the Florida, teen weed movie list. Coming from South Florida, that movie was always extra weird to me. Um. <sighs> so do you hear about the radioactive capsule that they lost in Australia? <gasps> did you on they a high, lost it yeah so there is a there is a there is a truck it was they barreling. need a lanyard for it like we have for our vapes <laughs> exactly yeah they need to make sure to keep the four by eight millimeter cylindrical radioactive pellet that is used for mining purposes strapped to their necklace i'll i'll, I'll read a little bit here legitimately have a i think i'm gonna have a wristlet instead i think that's like, gorgeous that's classic <laughs> I like it's a classic uh, problem to lose your cesium en route uh, to from a mine. Uh, let's see. Yeah, missing... I mean, believe you me. <laughs> when I'm driving my cesium to the mine and I pull over for a quick pit stop and it falls in my pocket in, into the you gutter. You know, like when your water bottle falls into that little well of the front passenger seat. Here's you're like, everyone Fuck. at home. Here's a picture of the capsule. Ooh. See, that but it's totally the size of like those little coffee mugs. It's literally like yeah. this big. <laughs> that could have fallen into my bra and I would have lost it for like a bit. Yeah. And uh, you would have received the equivalent radiation to 10 x rays per hour. Hmm. So <laughs> they wanted to find that. Um, yeah. And they found it using, uh, I don't know. A radiation detector. That's right. I could read the article, but it's so much fun to just skim it and kind of look at the words. Just kind of imagine what might have happened. Exactly. The capsule contained a small amount of cesium-137 and had been used (laughs) as a part of a gauge that was measuring the density of iron ore at a plant at the mine site. So there you go. That's what they do with cesium-137 at a mine. A roughly Mm -hmm. 65-foot hot zone was established around the capsule while it was recovered by specialist personnel, emergency authorities said. It was placed in a lead container and transported safely to a secure location in Newman, from which it will then be sent to a a health facility in Perth on Thursday. So there you go. And then they show, like, the little path that the capsule will be taking, which is uh, kind of... I don't know. You want to like go wave at the capsule? Avoid those areas. Don't be yeah. on that road. Get off. I mean, the population so, density is so sparse there anyway. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, fun fact. Mm. That is why the road on the perimeter of the north side here of town in Santa Fe goes directly to, to Los Alamos. It was so that the lab could transport nuclear weapons much more safely 
than by having to transport them over the weird fucking mountains that actually protect, quote unquote, Los Alamos from civilians. It's a very strange place. I don't like it there. We I w- went there recently yeah. just like for fun and it was not fun. Was it was it like a tour and stuff that they had to give there? <laughs> no, I just went. Like oh. so we were it, it was one of these days where like it was kind of like cold and we'd been stuck and cooped inside the house because it had been snowing and kind of just gross. And no one wants to leave the house, really, when it's like that. What yeah. are you going to go do? Like, go to the movies? Like, yeah. I'm going to go trek? Lose track the road. Road. Yeah, no, yeah. I'd rather just stay home and watch a movie. Like, what's the difference, right? Yeah. Like, like if that's the... It's not like it's a gorgeous sunny day, right? Like, right now, it's a gorgeous sunny day. So if you were like... Like, it's cold, but it's, like, at least nice out, right? You could maybe even go sit on a heated patio, right? Like, that's not out of the question at this moment. We couldn't do that that day. So we were like, so what do we do? And we're like, well... We're feeling cooped up. Let's just go for a drive. We picked a spot on the map. We went to Los Alamos. A gorgeous drive, right? Mountains and snow, and it's, you know, kind of gross outside, but not road dangerous, so it's okay. We have some Gatorade. I have my vape, right? Like, everything's fine, you know? Like, um, But it's it's like a weird town full of weird scientists who are doing weird shit, I don't know, like, it's just the Manhattan Project as a concept is weird, like, the concept of their existence is weird, like, just the way that it's, like, this weird isolated town on a hill is weird, like, it just, I don't know how Coloradans must feel about, like, NORAD and shit, you know? That shit feels weird. They embrace it, they go there every, like, there's, like, a NORAD day. I don't know. It has to be like highly observed by government intelligence, I assume, as well. So like everyone who's checking into a hotel there is probably all, like all that stuff's kept track of. And so that probably makes like visiting there and in, in any kind of like it's just yeah. I mean any, all the labs must be like that. I assume every time you take like a visitor tour of like a lab, you're like on some kind of like spy watch list at that point. I'm oh sure. yeah, I don't think you can. Hmm? You can. Oh, you can. Los Alamos, you yeah. can. Uh, I don't know about San Diego. Uh, I, I, I used to work doing, um, <laughs> for people that worked at nuclear power and weapons plants, I used to do, uh, I used to check their eligibility to get an early screening for lung cancer. So I know way too much about uh, Paducah, Kentucky, Oak Ridge, Tennessee, and uh, certain southern areas in Ohio that have these common things. But yeah, you, you, in those places, you you can't go for for uh, a tour. Um, but but Los Alamos might be like enough of science or and less nuclear now. My, I don't know. My guess is they. Probably yeah, now it's mostly like, just like waste storage, <laughs> right? Still gross. Still weird. Still has that weird history. I mean, they're probably crunching numbers, really, mostly. Yeah, you know, doing math stuff. So they just have to keep all the math stuff and all those whiteboards, like, away from any eyes that aren't, like, those project people. That's all. Um, Who knows? They could be working on... I mean, honestly, the stuff that they, they talk about working at the labs are things like, you know, cold fusion and stuff like that. So, and which apparently now is real. So... Uh, I mean, apparently they really have been working on that for the last 30 years there because supposedly it exists now. 
even though it really did sound like sci-fi for such a long time, I was always to understand, can I ask you this, Kathy? Now, you actually know about a little bit mm-hmm. about mathematics and stuff. I really don't mm-hmm. have any comprehensive understanding of mathematics or really science in like a college way. But I, I mm-hmm. was to understand that pe- a lot of people proposed that cold fusion was supposed to be impossible due to some law of thermodynamics or something. Um, I think it was supposed to be like just really hard to do. Oh. Like it was going to require like temperatures or pressures that were like, oh, there's no way we could ever do that. But it's mm-hmm. like, no, like, like I don't know that I ever kind of believe in that, right? Because it's always, I feel like what science has also taught us in some way is that there's all of these like nonsensical things about it. Like, <laughs> So even yeah. so even like like whenever anyone is like oh no there's no way that's going to happen and it's like the next thing you know electricity it's like oh no you're never going to have fire like the next thing you know fire you know like it's just oh you're never going to get rid of germs and then soap you know like so i don't know like i just feel like i i mistrust any scientist especially at those levels when they say, oh, I don't know that that's possible. I'm like, well, I don't know that it is. I don't know that it isn't. That's like, apparently why we're all doing this. It isn't like kind of maybe the more tried and true sciences. I'll, I guess I'll say like surgery even, you know, like I think like on right. some levels there is some of that's like kind of figured out. The heart used to be a complete mystery. Like, well, how did it work? They were like magnets. And then one guy figured it out in like the 1500s or something and ever since then like hey open heart surgery we can do it now it was cool like and like the EKG we've been doing that for a few hundred years if you kind of think about it and that's fucked up too you know like i mean i want to go back and i want to start believing in some of the stuff that's already been debunked so like i i want to like <laughs> really believing in like the homunculus is real and start <laughs> yeah start trying to verify those I things i want to believe like, in magic yeah, I want to believe yeah. in magic. Uh, why not? And and you know what? Maybe we can all together create a world where, in our virtual uh, per- perceived realities, that um, magic is real. You know, maybe we'll get there. I don't think it's maybe not. We'll I was there. so I was at city council this week as I am want Ooh. to be, okay. right? And without getting into any detail, a very disturbing thing happened while I mean, public comment hadn't even started yet. Okay, Mm -hmm. so like people haven't even had a chance to get belligerent in front of their elected leaders. Right. And so this is a hard one, actually. Okay, so because it was a very large public gathering and a very controversial discussion at the city council, they had two types of interpreters there. They had a Spanish language interpreter and they had an ASL interpreter. Okay. Now. In my experience, government interpreters in particular are about as neutral as you can get, right? Like, they're not, like, interpreting at an art show, for example, because I want to make these distinctions because I think they're actually quite important, right? Like, there's a sense of professionalism because it's also, like, public record, right? Like, there's, there's like, a higher level of expectation and of training that kind of goes into it, It's kind of right? like, like in court kind of yeah and especially for again like it's licenses and certifications i certainly don't have them right and i i do this kind of i'll say ad hoc in the community i think i'm pretty great in my spanish i don't have any of those certifications right so i leave it to the professionals right and i see how they do it at these meetings and i kind of follow their lead when i have to do it on an ad hoc basis right 
Anyway, I say that because I found that one of the sign language interpreters was pulling faces really like rolling her eyes, being really like almost editorializing. And I, I was like wondering, like, are they doing that because they're trying to reflect the tone of the speaker? Right. And I was like, so I was like, I don't know. Right. But like, for me, it felt like kind of strange, but cause it was, it also wasn't what I was used to seeing, but again, I'm not a member of that community. So I certainly, I was just coming from an observational place, right? Like that's it. Um, but I, I noticed that her companion, cause there were two of them was not doing that same mannerism kind of in the same way. So I just, I just noticed it, but I'm just a dipshit member of the audience. I have nothing to do with their business. I'm here to do city council business. Right. So I move on with my life. I think I just notice it beyond anything and move on with my life. The Spanish interpreters are off in the corner doing what all interpreters of any language do, which is they have this like little headset and then they kind of speak behind a, a little piece of paper so that if you're right behind them, you're muffled, right? Like, but everyone, are, and they're, they're whispering, so it's like they're really, you really can't hear them anyway, right? So, but it's audible, but it's this kind of like white noise, right? And so they're audible in a white noise way in the way that the interpreters are visible in a white noise way as well for someone who isn't participating in either of those things. Can I say it like that? Mm -hmm. Right. Again, as a person who comes to government meetings, those should be standard procedures, honestly. Um, anyway, moving on, a person in the audience in the middle of the city council addressing the public interrupts them and is like, I think the Spanish interpreters are being too loud and distracting. Can you please make them stop? Please make he said, them No, he didn't say the interpreters. Stop. He said, those people in the corner have not stopped talking since since the meeting started. Can you please make them stop? That's what he said. That's what he said. Jesus He's sitting in the front row, literally right in front of the interpreters, too, as well, right? So he's literally in, like, interpretation corner. They all have, like, headsets and equipment. They're ready to have those little fucking, th like, Walkman that they give out to the public. It was shocking. Unbelievable. It was shocking. Anyway, so I was Sometimes sitting, Sometimes I forget like, this is an audio medium. My face was uh, open, and I was making a wide, ex uh, yes. exacerbated kind of, ah, face. Sometimes I do that instead of going, oh, my God. So I was sitting two rows behind him, and if you believe in magic, well, what I did was I immediately was like, that better be happy I'm not right behind him and can't lock, like cut a lock of his fucking hair. <laughs> I was two rows away, so I just did what I could with the skills and power I had at that exact moment. But I guarantee you, his life is not going to go well after after encountering me on that day. I know I don't have these capabilities, but I'd like to fire start or somebody like that. Just stare yes. at them until they can. For anyone at home with powers of pyrokinesis, um, yeah, please, please uh, send us. Please a go to your city council meeting because one of those assholes is at your city council meetings. I continue to urge you. For viewers at home with the power to carry someone, um, 
If you too have magical powers that you use for both evil and good, right? If you too have a stash of white candles and a stash of black candles, city council might be the place for you. <laughs> if you have an atome blade at an altar, city council might be for you. Yeah, right. Yes, no, this is going to be my new bit. If you carry around actual crystals for power. What, what, would you, what would you do, Kathy? This is a perfect segue, an unbelievable segue. There's no way that you could have predicted this. Um, but what would you what would you both say? How about this? If I told yes. you that I recently asked the AI to generate Jeff Foxworthy jokes for me, and I've already <gasps> have them prepared. No. I already have them prepared. No, stop. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yes. You might be a new age crystal monger if. <laughs> let me, let me, exactly. Let me, uh, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. I, I have a ton of, <laughs> I have a ton of articles here about AI, starting with uh, Google freaking out about, over it and, and completely realigning their entire company to destroy their search business and scrap mm -hmm. it and create mm -hmm. an AI thing, which we'll get to. But first... Let us have a quick discussion, two, two separately, entirely different discussions. One is about uh, Night Court coming back. Have you seen the Night Court revival at all? I highly suggest go checking it out. It's super light. It's only 22 minutes in episodes, just like classic Night Court. You still got, you know, uh, John Larroquette, super funny. He's, it's definitely like a pretty progressively minded show, you know, because it, it is, it's, you know, it's done the little twist on, uh, you know, taking him. He was like the shitty defense lawyer or whatever now he's like a public defender like it's it's funny but put it to put it to the test trust me and, and give the first no two episodes a shot and then tell me if you like it or not i okay. actually think no it's pretty, i don't watch sitcoms to be clear i don't watch sitcoms but i think this is funny so i like sitcoms i also like oh i just watched like 14 hours of, of seinfeld ai things this week i guess so but we'll get to that <laughs> anyway check it out check out night court that's all I have to say. Did you like not old Night Court either of you? Never watched it. Okay, it's funny. I, I didn't even watch Cheers in the bathtub as a small child. Okay, is that too much or not enough? I don't know. It means you definitely <laughs> watched it. You answered my question, so we've both seen <laughs> Night Court. I watched it a lot. Uh, um, probably, I'm imagining reruns is my guess. Probably at my grandparents' house. Um, but here is a much more important and interesting piece of news. Alec Baldwin has finally been charged officially with secondary murder. Is that it? Manslaughter? Yeah. Murder. Uh-huh. Manslaughter, maybe more than that. Let me read the article here. <laughs> Just tell us. Um, hmm. Oh. Well, we can find out. Either way, he's been officially charged now. It was on the 31st, I believe. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and also Gutierrez Reed, the um, armor, was charged with the same charges, which I was surprised to see. Um, but I guess that's how that works. Maybe they'll knock those down. But I don't know. Have you been, have you been keeping I'd... track of that at all locally? or? Yeah. Um, it's been interesting seeing... Um kind of the the like takes i'll say takes right like the profiles of our district attorney mm -hmm. yes um, it was in the, that have the come out Journal. yeah mm -hmm. um 
because I think this is this has been kind of like um I I mean I actually kind of like her as a DA. I couldn't really say that she's progressive though, right? She's not like George Gascon or um uh the the Krasner guy that's out in Philly like like those people are like really doing shit to advocate for like bail reform bail like like the very concept of bail as a thing concept gone right like um we allegedly have that in states like New Mexico but like then you have to pay for your interlock device you have to pay for your bracelet you have to pay for getting to your PO's office right you're still paying shit right in the Anyway, yeah. I'm always mad yeah. about shit like that because, yeah. it, again, like any it, it, that shit compounds, and I see what happens to families when it when it goes down. Yeah, yeah. You fin- know? financial like, ability shouldn't impact uh, the the flow of justice equally between people. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm always pissed about it because I'm always, you know, as always pissed about everything. But like, um, so I'm I'm always like I always see prosecutors, even progressive ones, with a couple of exceptions, as cops, right? Because they're cops and. Um, I feel like in this instance, we've talked a lot about it. I think, it, you know, the way that a bunch of film folks marched off of the fucking set days in advance, like so many red flags of the production, like absolutely reckless, I think absolutely needs to be made an example of like, I don't know, like, yeah, I have friends who work in the film industry here, like they could have been on that fucking set, you know? So yeah. it's yeah. it gets like more upsetting the more time goes on too cuz like he does that shit like trying to settle and saying he's going to continue to make the film which I think is incredibly perverse like and with yeah. the family like feels more perverse like like a bunch of them kind of or like a bunch of the other production people saying like go right ahead that feels gross to me and that felt like a wagon circling of like, how do we not get sued? This trial, and that feels gross too. This trial is going to unravel a lot of stuff. And I think that we're going to find out a lot of those details about how that civil case unfolded through this criminal trial. I think it's going to be extremely important. Yeah. Um, and the DA obviously knows that well in advance. So I can't wait to see all those deets that come up, those depositions. Mm. I also and can't good. wait to see what her eventual run for like higher office is oh, going to yeah. be. Cause that's yeah, my fucking convinced. always my biggest concern. They just use this shit and like leave. And which is like, I'm like, great. And then we're now we're going to have our, some other fucking dipshit as a DA, our you know, like experience and notability and credulity. Just, just, yeah, exactly. But, that's but you know, congrats. You congrats Alec to Alec Baldwin. Baldwin. Yeah, c- congrats to Alec Baldwin. Can we get a round of applause for Alec Baldwin, everyone? Uh, I hope he wins a Razzie. Charged with alleged murder. Uh, allegedly. No? Excuse me. Charged with second-degree murder. He has allegedly killed uh, a woman and, and, and uh, almost fatally wounded someone else. So I can say those statements factually now. That's great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So... We'll we'll keep up on that. Don't worry. Everyone yeah, knows. no, I will absolutely be paying attention for sure. And, and believe way. me, when trial time comes, I'm actually thinking about just coming. Like, I don't know, getting an Airbnb or something. I need to be there for trial. Uh, that would that would be good. Um, let's see. So uh, AI is a big thing on people's minds this week. Mm-hmm. Let me start with this to lend. I just said the word, but I'll say it again. To lend credulity to what I'm about to say and to let everyone at home know that despite what you may think, 
the world of technology does agree with this and, and is moving forward with this in a huge way. And it means that everything that every large technology company going forward is going to be looking at this as a thing. So whether you like it or not, whether we like it or not, whether anyone likes it or not, that is what is going to happen. AI is going to become a very big part of our lives in a very short amount of time. And let me tell you why. I can tell you, I know this for a fact now because every large tech company has literally said as much, starting with Google, who, according to this uh, business and finance section of the Wall Street Journal here in front of me, uh, Google has recently called back in their co-founders, uh, Sergey Brin and Larry Page, to come back and basically like re-engineer everything, the direction of everything that they're doing. They want to scrap, and their solution was to basically scrap their entire search division over time. So right now, uh, Google is literally the largest ad marketing company in the world, and the one, only one that has the, the largest one that has ever been, and quite honestly, maybe the largest one that ever will be, if they get this next step right. So what they're trying to do and, is and full disclosure: my, my husband does work for Google Ads, so um, <laughs> I, I, I am I very forgot, pro I that. that. It, because um, I get my health insurance from them. So you guys are doing nothing wrong. Keep going. Yes. Yeah. No, I'm just explaining. <laughs> go ahead, go I'm ahead. just explaining. I'm not, I'm not actually even about to talk about Google. I'm just giving uh, credence to what I'm saying uh, for anyone at home who's skeptical that Google has actually decided to change the mm -hmm. entire direction of their business to do this. Because of, as a response to uh, OpenAI and their product, ChatGPT, mostly because of the public's reaction to ChatGPT, which is just like a little preview slice of what OpenAI can do. Mm -hmm. I've been kicking around in there, and I can tell you, the things that you can do with the actual paid product is pretty wild. It's pretty insane, and, and without the limitations of how many users are logged in at a certain time or anything, it's pretty crazy. So I can imagine why a publicly fronting piece of software that was technically like like two years old is like what we're actually using right now. It's not mm -hmm. even like the current version that developers are using internally. Um, no, last, <laughs> last week we were talking about how um, it would help us yeah. with our searches. Like yeah. I remember even like walking away later that week making um, ice cream. Yes. Okay. And then when I, when I did my searches, right, I went, I, I got a result and I went to the recipe website and of course then had to do the thing that you do on a recipe website, which is you have to scroll through like the 12 pages of like the life story of how they got to make this recipe. Right. <laughs> yeah. And then you get to it, right? My mom made you know, this soup in 1992 during a Bulls game. For the first game. time. She, she, like many moms, was struggling to figure out <laughs> how can I use these everyday ingredients to make something new? For my family. Keep the kids' attention. Watching. Right? No, fine. Yeah, no, you know, true. again, cool. Like, yeah. I, I'm, I'm down, I guess, right? But I don't really care because I'm you just here to figure out how to make buttermilk times. ice cream. Yeah exactly what speed and what time that's it that's it that's all of it. i so like it occurred to me that i what when i'm at my friend's house she has like one of those like alexa things and the other thing that always frustrated me about it was then you were like i need a recipe for buttermilk ice cream and it would just go here it is and it would read the entire thing to you and i'm like no wait <laughs> hold on Hold on, I, I was still at, wait, what'd you say? How many eggs? Wait, what? Hold on, stirring when? Wait, how many minutes? Like, it just went too fast. And I feel like 
oh, I need a little AI device that goes, here's the recipe for buttermilk ice cream. And like, let me First know do this. Tell me when you're ready for the next step. And we're there. <laughs> yeah. We're like, there. Great. And Kathy, we're there in three to six months. There'll be a product just like that. Less, like three, probably. Probably less. And I bet you there already is in a prototype stage. I guarantee it's already there. And just, I can tell you this. Now, um, it's blowing me away if, how much If I, I can, can walk into AutoZone and figure out the size of my windshield wiper blade, holy fuck, y'all. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> exactly. No, just be like, just like take a picture of your car and just like it, the AI just digests and goes like, oh yeah, this is what you're supposed to have. Like that's... It'll be for you at the counter, Kathy. <laughs> love... Yeah, exactly. Like that really it is. It is already paid for. Just go <laughs> in and get it. I'm going to pick Please up. Please my... remember to refill your space credits. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to. You look peckish. Do you need a snack from the auto zone snack zone? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is what it's going to be. It's, it's going to be like you're going to tell the AI, like, hey. The like... snack zone brought to you by Monster and Slim Jim. No, I, mean, I couldn't do the voice anymore at that point. I'm sorry. I think that there's a future for VR telerobotic shopping. I think that's like a big thing that can exist or or some something like that. Um, like grabbing the items, like your little robot grabs the items at the store and then you drop them in the cart and then somehow the service finishes the rest of the, the process or something like that. There's There's all kinds of dumb, silly, fun, insane projects that are coming that I can't wait to see. Like it's... I'm very excited about all the fun projects that can come. I mean, no one's even thought of 1% of the things that we can do with this. It's very exciting. I can I can have an AI always find my vape for me, and then I don't yeah. even need my cool new lanyard. That would be it'll, fantastic. It'll be like, hey, where'd you lose it, lose it last time? You tell it, and it'll just kind of like... Track, and then <laughs> no, it it'll does, be it like my robot algorithm. vacuum. Yeah. Uh, the update. <laughs> just bumping into shit. <laughs> well, I am no, I mean, that's, that's where it. are you? So we thought that having these like Alexa devices or whatever around our house would be like the thing, but it turns out that <laughs> basically every single one of these AIs, except for the Google one, will have like the the same tech behind it. Like OpenAI now has been purchased by like well, effectively purchased by Microsoft. Uh, for about 10 billion bucks. So they're now basically a development studio for AI. And they intend to be this like little, I don't know, think about it this way. They're going to be like the bottom of the family tree of AI, where all core, all AI we interact with will have this little core of knowing how to talk to us and make us laugh and tell us funny little stories and stuff like that, whatever. But then on top of that, there's going to be, you know, several different segments, one for each industry. Lawyer bot, you're going to have doctor bot, you're going to have therapy bot, you're going to have, well, they're going to try to do therapy bot. They're going to do warehouse bot, like telling you where to put the packages and stuff like that. They're going to have all these different things and they'll be used for different industries. Now we in the public facing world will probably have fast food bot and we'll have all kinds of things like that. Now, I think that over time, the underlying core personality of having one personality for the AI will get old very quickly, as, as we, especially as we interact with them i think over time as we interact with ai they're going to start to get personalities and that i think is a great opportunity for <laughs> all kinds of stuff either where our personal interaction with the ais are themed based on 
<laughs> you're having like Shaq is your AI now. Like I think that's a good opportunity. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna take us back to a yes. simpler time. Take us back a to nobler time. time. Yes. Do you remember when GPS units <sighs> Snoop Dogg were... and the Tom Tom. Yes. Yes. And it was like all fully located as a garment or whatever. Yeah in the car like it wasn't connected to your phone it already had all of the maps in there and then you could like download voice packs yeah early 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 apple maps and google maps i think had some of that shit too i Mm -hmm. think it went away i i want to say that was there feels like it was 100 ways had a snoop dog thing and ways i mean snoop dog is is i remember a darth vader thing Mm -hmm. Yes, there was a Yoda. Because it was like around the same time that soundboards and shit were really popular online. You know, like it was real jerky boys, dipshittery type of shit. Oh, here's one that speaks like the dog from Family Guy or whatever. Take it the right or some bullshit, whatever the fuck. Do you know how much money they made off that, and how much comparatively how much time it probably took to make those? That's oh, it's, cl- it's a clear it's a clear money maker. I mean, that's actually that's how why all these AI projects are really taking off is like that Seinfeld thing that just popped up that's been running for only like forty eight hours now has like a zillion subscriptions already on on uh, Twitch just because people think it's so like funny and compelling and stupid and strange and whatever it is it it is what okay. It is. Yep. Okay, a- yep. GPS AI, I want you to give me directions like you were Rodney Dangerfield. And then that way, whenever I miss a turn, it's like, I get no respect. No one ever listens to me or whatever. <laughs> but it'll be a joke and obviously funny. Ask I'm not funny. For directions. That's what she I said... need the AI for. <laughs> I asked my wife for directions. She said, get out of here. <laughs> uh... <laughs> no respect. <laughs> yeah. All right, all right, all right. You're going to start this trip or what? Let's get it. And then, you know, <laughs> and the AI will yoink on its own tie, you know? What, do we got to hire a driver or what? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Anyway, that's what I would like my AI to do. I yeah. feel like I feel like the, the saddest thing that I'm, I, I, like, the thing I'm most experiencing sadness about at the moment is this possibility that all of our most beloved and cherished twitter bots may possibly disappear because of this api thing Mm -hmm. and i gotta tell you big deal that it's the every lots it's the every birds it's the like art bots the museum bots that have really changed my usage of twitter in the last like two three years like i feel like it's the only way i can in between be like oh someone just said some new horror and then like okay immediately like a bird shaped like a round sphere exactly a perfect borb yeah and i i where would i be without hourly wolves i've been looking at hourly wolves for like five years now it's it's just part of twitter or where would i be with like there's an hourly brendan fraser there's so many of those, and and, and Pepito, our our most beloved Pepito. How would we? How can we live on Twitter without Pepito? Clearly, Pepito's owner is not going to pay like two hundred eighty-seven dollars a month to like continue. He can make a Pepito so a simulator, and we'd ever we never even tell the difference. So, uh, and he's not mm-hmm. going to do that either. So, um, no, I I did see you mention that you thought it was also Elon's way of getting the planes yeah, off. That's the truth of. And I think, I think. I think that's right. You know, like there was that there, there's that account that I follow that does that follows circles 
aviation planes things yeah. that are circling the sky yeah and he does it for a variety of areas around the country i of course only really follow the one where i live right but he does these for everywhere and it's like fascinating i think it's fascinating because it's yeah. also to me like oh that tells me that the news is ha- over there that tells right. me that fire departments over there uh oh that's just the fucking hospital no wonder there's a circle over it and, and sometimes you know, you see whatever like, ex- like the new mexico one the albuquerque one's amazing because you'll see like experimental aircraft that are flying without tail numbers and stuff and in believe me the way that these systems work they can if they if they have a tail number they're squawking which they have to legally speaking mm-hmm. they will pick it up mm-hmm. on that tech so mm-hmm. it, it, if they receive their location they're getting a tail number so if there's not a mm-hmm. tail number on there you really are seeing some like cool you know experimental aircraft probably flying around mm-hmm. it's, it's neat like, and even just like too. because of like all the yeah because of all of the weird um like uh military bases not yeah. just experimental planes but yeah. we get like historical planes yeah. like so sometimes it's like oh like like if you know they'll announce it in the newspaper where they're like oh they're gonna be flying a 1940 bomber from like southern new mexico all the way to colorado and here's it's like you could see its path and you can right like, like and you could go outside and it. it was like okay this is weird and fucked up but like it's kind of like an air show right i don't know like just i certainly liked it for that yeah. and here you could do that and it was like a thing yeah but yeah, then the Elon jet and the celebrity jet, the Kim Kardashian carbon usage jet, like, like I love that shit. That shit's fucking awesome. Just another example of flying too close to the sun under a totalitarian rule, basically. That's what we did. We pissed off the emperor. Michelle, yeah. What are the two closest airports to in New York? It's LaGuardia, LaGuardia and what's the and other JFK. one? Oh, JFK. JFK. Okay, so oh, if you look at the Kim Kardashian jet, she has shitloads where she's basically doing that between LaGuardia and JFK, except she's doing it in Southern California. She's doing it between like Burbank and LAX or like yeah. Burbank yeah. and like the one. But at and, least like, it's like an hour. Like LGA and JFK are like 15 minutes from each other. Like, <laughs> I feel no, like... these two, they're like little sh- Sometimes she's in the air for like 20 minutes. Wow. Oh, no, because no, I mean, driving time it's 15 minutes like there's no air time how do you how do you have a flight plan to like even be in the air for 15 minutes how do you even design that because you have to get up to altitude at some point but then like it's not even possible (laughs) i guess it is i think it's one of the smaller ones i don't think it's like a passenger jet you know but still you know like like that's like an hour and a half away like it's nice outside. You could like stop for a latte. Like, yeah, you yeah, could... yeah. yeah, we're just flying the jet VFR all the way down the coast. <laughs> until, yeah. Until like... we find a coffee shop, we'll just land. <laughs> it's so upsetting to me. Anyway, I'm going to miss that jet because every time I saw a 10 minute flight from Kim Kardashian, boy, did I just fucking love that. I loved yeah. it. Yeah, no, I think we do. Um, it's because we're just. Yeah, it's because we're jealous. It's because I too wish jet, I could. We're jet pilled. Yeah. <laughs> Much like private Bill, jet pilled. Bill Maher just recently went on a thing where he accused all of us of being uh, privately, yes, uh, jealous of a jet pilled elite. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, no one's wrong about that, but it's also fucking stupid to say that as well. Um, well, I think the real problem too, right, is like. It didn't used to be that way either because it was like they didn't treat 
the airline industry, like the Greyhound, right? For that matter, like the Greyhound was treated like the Greyhound, right? Like those used to also be considered luxury coaches, like which is really kind of strange when you start to think about how all of those things started to deteriorate little by little, right? The car used to be like a luxury good. And then it was like, oh, I'm a gentleman who commutes on the train. And then it was like, well, I am rich enough to afford a jet. And then it was like, well, I have a really expensive car, you know, like, I don't know. It was like shit started to get kind of weird with all of that. Right. So like it didn't use, shitty to take the train How in right. northern california i i mean and god knows new york sure i feel like there's a train trip in me i feel like i could really take a long train trip like don't I'm- worry i'll be doing it in a couple of weeks or actually about a month we are taking the auto train from Virginia to to Florida. Oh my, wow! Neat. I've heard so much about this. I, oh wow! I'm excited to hear all the stories. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my parents have decided in their late 70s that we are going to Disney World as childless people. Oh my God, Orlando! Oh my God, wow. I kind of love wow. this though. Yeah. Are so you, and you... they refuse to fly. I don't know why they wanted you a road. They they originally were like, we're, we're driving and that's it. And I said, absolutely not. Will you, for any reason, uh, take the middle road of auto train? So that is what we're doing. Cool. And I can't wait to report on uh, our sleep capsules. Oh, my God. Uh, that's the- amazing. Hilarious. I'm obsessed. But so it's, just, it is going yeah, to be upsetting. Yeah, it's going to be wonderful. Um, yeah please take some, i'm very some sorry POV that the racist flash mountain will be gone I'm, right. me too yeah. this is this, I, I did go to disney um like a, a, a couple times as a kid but uh, my husband was raised in like a disney free environment like his parents are artists they want nothing wow. to do with mm-hmm. disney we're not gonna tell them this is happening but um yeah i mean i wanted to give him the full show the full dog and pony show and yeah. now the pony is closed for renovation yeah um, no so. i i i i'm like legitimately <laughs> sad because it was like the last remnant of that film as like Song in the South. public yeah yeah like you can find of course like bootleg kind of things on youtube if they last and maybe little clips here and there right but like i used to have a bootleg copy of it who knows where it went but like um, it, it, you know, it's weird, fucked up. Um, but whenever I, you know, take friends, family, when I lived in Southern California, right? Like that's where I'm from. So like our family would always come, our little cousins always, always like, we're going to Disneyland with your little cousins. And I was like, okay, fine. Right. Like, I mean, it was right. like a chore on some level. Right. Cause it's like, well, I'm, you guys are going to go have fun and you guys are going to make the older kids babysit the little kids. And I guess that's fine, but not, we wanted to go find someone to make out with on the haunted Yes. On a, on a monorail. Yeah. Right. So like rude. Right. So we went all the time. And so I remember always pointing out to friends, relatives, whenever they'd visit, I'm like, Oh yeah, that's the racist movie. And Google always like, like kind of like, once Google kind of became actually in existence and people had phones and shit, I could be like, you can just look that up. You can see. Yeah, yeah. If you don't remember the movie, like, I, I take I, my word for it. You won't find a remnant of it here except for this fucking ride. Do you know, do you know <laughs> what, what it my, existed? <laughs> my version of that 
is uh, is is making sure that no one forgets about uh, Mark Wahlberg's past. <laughs> Anytime <laughs> someone brings up Mark Wahlberg, I'm just like, you know, you really got to go read his controversy section on Wikipedia. <laughs> I'm just going to leave that to you. <laughs> Please, just go do that. And everyone at home, just go read Mark Wahlberg's controversy section. Yeah. Focus on his teen years specifically, and and, yeah. and think, take take a look into that. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm sure you're probably thinking, dear listener, if you don't know <laughs> that it has something to do with New Kids on the Block. It I don't. guess maybe you're not entirely wrong, but you know, not quite there yet. No, but, he was. He was. Yeah, go go up on Wikipedia, dear listener. Yeah, he there. was certainly hanging tough. You might say. Um, <laughs> I don't know what that means, actually, in actuality. So let's just say that's actually what it means. Yeah, let's just say that's what it was. Yeah. Uh, robo taxis. I'm just going to read the uh, the stub at the f- bottom of this. Page. I don't think I'd get into a robo taxi. Good, because that's what this article says you shouldn't do. <laughs> robo taxis aim to expand despite recurring mishaps. Last week, a self-driving car stopped in the middle of a busy street in San Francisco during the morning rush hour, jamming traffic for nearly two miles. The car, which was operated by Waymo, did not leave the intersection until company technicians arrived about 10 minutes later and manually drove it away. (laughs) Okay, so I'm not scared of auto cars even when they're, like, malfunctioning. Like, that's scary, right? But I think I'm even more scared of the like blade runner perfectly working taxi it's about to like take me to the cops because i said something about like president trump sure or i guess i imagine more like the johnny cab version from like yes (laughs) uh total recall yeah Yeah. total recall thank you Mm -hmm. I was like Mars head eyes popping we've, out. We've covered so many Schwarzenegger films on this uh, on this podcast yes. already that I was actually confused. I was like, "Wait, have we actually talked about this before? Like, what movie was that?" Yeah, so many. We've talked about the Running Man as like a precursor for like yeah, um, where we are the Squid Game. I mean, and now sure. that it, like it too is a real one. Man, um, I, I, I need to go. I actually just started watching it the other day. I didn't finish it because I was watching the middle of the day and I got involved in something else. But um, definitely want to go watch it again and think about all these seasons of Survivor I've, I've watched since first uh, discussing that on the show. Um, and all we've learned together in this process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I love reality TV. I love it so much. Yeah, I love it more and more every day. And, and I don't want anyone at home to ever think that we are being ironic about this or whatever. And, no. and you know what? Maybe, maybe I will admit that maybe in my heart. There's so, sometimes I'm like, wow, I hate this show, but yes, that's shit. That's shit. Like actually like intervention. Yeah. That's the shit. That's actually way harder for me to go back. Like now. Yeah. I, it's I can't, looking it's at it. Difficult. Like hoarders feels very exploitative too. Yes. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. It's it's very difficult for me to watch Intervention just because of those reasons. It's like you could have just mm-hmm. why is the TV show here? I also have a problem with like the thousand pound sister, I, the medical yes. stuff. Yes, but but yeah, like the people who are like morbidly obese in a like yeah. like and you know I yeah that also is something that I have difficulty watching. A, uh, di- watching two episodes. <laughs> 
and just getting the concept of what it is was enough for me. Like I was like, well, that's sure. that's good. I'm I'm informed, and that's it. Like okay, sure. thoughts on the more innocuous ones, like Doctor Pimple Popper. <laughs> I mean, I can't watch. I can't like, watch I, it. it, it yeah. And about you? Yeah, you can't watch it either. I, it's not even that, like, I, I think it's exploitative or upset. I just can't watch it. Yeah, it's I, not, like, like the, my feet are killing me. Like, I'm sure that they're doing abject good in the world by helping people or, like, by popping a cyst. But, like, I just can't. I can't. Yeah. I've watched, like, a couple episodes and just got, like, grossed out, like, in that, like, Cronenberg body horror mm -hmm. way, you know? Right. Right. Speaking but yeah, it it it, it is like it's gonna sound gross, but it, it is like a completely different flavor than the more exploitative ones. I'm gonna open my where sure. like yeah, where it's like we're watching people at their ab absolute rock bottom moment, and it's like I don't think we should be watching that. Sure, like, and I don't think y'all should be filming it either. Like <laughs> yeah, there's I, because I've been watching. Um, Married to First Sight Australia, season 10, current. Um, <laughs> I've been watching a lot because I VPN. Like, I've been watching a lot of, like, uh, Australian commercials. And they're starting, actually, a, a reality fertility show, which, as a therapist who works with a lot of women who are having going through fertility struggles, and it is a very upsetting topic, um, even, like, per, per, for women personally. And it doesn't... I, I don't know if it's exploitative or not because I haven't seen the show and it hasn't started yet and I don't think I'll watch it. But it just looks very sad. Like, just looking at a lot of, like, you know, failures of IVF, IUI, people, like, with, you know, problems that they can't... It's... There's some things to me where I'm like, I don't need to watch that. I, like, I understand the struggle enough. But... Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um. I, I don't think it, they're doing a disservice either by highlighting that that is something that women absolutely go through. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Hmm. Is it something that I think that they should do in the States? No, 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 thank you. But maybe, or maybe, I don't know. Um, I was kind of just shocked at like, I was like, oh, wow, they're doing, they're still they're doing that. Okay. Um, yeah. Is nothing sacred? No. I, <laughs> I um, I, I sent a message to the group chat um, here, the uh, on Twitter, our group DM, just a, a an image. Um, that was among the most Cronenberg things that I was able to create um, huh? with the AI. But let me actually tell you the funny part is that they've banned the word Cronenberg from the AI. Oh, that's funny! Wow, amazing. Um. Yes. So you don't want to get sued. I can look at this, but I can't look at Doctor Pimple Popper. I can't do it. <laughs> huh? I don't know. Well, I can look at this also, okay. and I can't watch top. Yeah. Okay. This is um, a single frame of a mustard eating a hot dog. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. That appears to be a bottle of French's mustard eating yeah. a hot dog. That is. It's like it's like the hot dog no is. And the mustard is also has also put ketchup on its hot dog, which is a very controversial move. So I feel like I have more critiques okay, well, I have of the way he has prepared his hot dog as, rather than critiques about how he's eating the hot dog man. I also want to mention that this week I did go see Infinity Pool, the new Son of Cronenberg film. Ooh. It's, I liked it. I liked okay. it quite, quite muchly. Yeah. Cool. Um, 
I feel like it's, you know, like I, I feel like if you're son of whoever, you're always going to have to step into those shoes and they're always going to be big shoes to fill no matter what, right? Like, sure. Especially if your dad's David Cronenberg and your son of Cronenberg. Brandon yeah. Cronenberg, I think was his name. Mm. Anyway, I really liked the film. Um, I felt like it was a different, like it wasn't like Cronenberg, Berg Sr.'s body horror type of thing. It was more traditional gore horror, I guess is what I'll say. So full disclosure for people who may not like that, don't go see it. But if you're you mean like if you love that Cronenberg shit and you love that horror shit, you should probably go watch it. I thought it was delightful. Like Italian style horror gore horror. Are you talking about from like the eighties and nineties? Or like you know it's like violence maybe how oh, i'll put violence, it there's it, violence, there's like okay. graphic violence you graphic know violence. so like um uh you know but like uh in a situation that still feels uh fake like yeah. like a resident evil game feels fake oh. or the way that like um bright red paint feels fake mm-hmm. sure um mm-hmm. You know, it's not like, you know, like Goodfellas or like The Sopranos. It, that has violence in it that feels very real. And that's the shit that I have a hard time looking at, actually. That's actually more likely to get a look away from me than a chainsaw going through the middle of some dude. Like, that's that doesn't happen. Yeah. Right? Like, right. No. And but I somebody, read- like, actually getting shot, like, in a graphic way, like, that... Th- that's how that happens yeah. and i don't i don't like those scenes robocop uh, i need it to be a little cartoony yeah robocop getting blasted uh n- did not enjoy that as a child turn me off of robocop for decades just because of that i don't know why and now have oh. you have you embraced your Ver- verhovenness yes yeah, so I, Ro- still- I love i love robocop now i'm a huge fan of robocop i i'm a i'd I'm buy a that for protect- a dollar i'm a protector of delta city <laughs> Um, Ed 209 did us all a service by blowing away that executive. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think um, I'd be remiss uh, to mention Paul Verhoeven without uh, a shout out to his all-time masterpiece, Showgirls, um, which in and of itself is just a dystopian masterpiece. I didn't know that he made that. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll look at yeah. You, need, you God, need to go look up his filmography. I'm gonna. Yeah, it's, it's beginning. Yes. I'm gonna do that. Because also Starship Troopers, and you're like, oh yeah, that one makes sense, but Troopers. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. you know what? I'll have to watch that too. Those are those are some movies. Okay. So I'll be talking about those next week, inevitably. Um, <laughs> just open Wikipedia pages on both of them, so I won't forget. Um, <laughs> let's see. So. We're done talking about AI for now. We've, we've definitely mm-hmm. talked about it enough. Um, I have a bunch of projects open. <laughs> What's that? We can put a pin in it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there yeah. will be more developments, I'm sure, soon. I've I've had it summarized, the secret garden for me. I've I've had I'm looking just through all the did, list of things. I've had. The last thing about AI, did you see? I, I did remember one more thing I wanted to bring up about it. Did you see the... AI pornography. Oh God! The, the, was going the, viral. The one that's like three. And the ladies. one lady had like hands coming out of her head. <laughs> and 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 the like horny person who posted shows. the initial horny photos was like, 
you have to like not look that close and it's like well like but if you look a little closer to i guess what you're trying to do in porn is like it it looks like i didn't see that i thought you guys were talking about the streamer that like came out like on on stream and was like uses crying wife as a prop or something Mm -hmm. It's just like oh sorry that, that I- yes no let's talk about that that's real in our wheelhouse that's very yeah. in our wheelhouse especially yeah especially because that guy is bullshitting that whole thing was fake yeah and so is his girlfriend in the background fake the whole thing was a prop between them to like kind of try to save face or something like that very clear i'm glad that people caught on yeah. to that but like <sighs> percept- so the original thing was that he had a window of pornography up on his screen correct and had, uh, I guess, like did a screen share, and the pornography yeah. was like a fake pornography. It was like AI generated pornography of, I guess, two real people. Correct. Deep fakes that of real female streamers. Yeah. Yeah. Got you. Um, and yeah, I guess he was caught, and a lot of people were mad on that, and that's that's okay. And um, then I saw his big Mia Culpa apology, which was essentially like, yeah, I take ownership and I fucked up, but also society. And I was like, oh, fuck this. (laughs) But how, like, this is ethical porn. It's not like, I mean, like. It's ethical doors, right? Nobody was harmed in the making of this porn. It's so weird. It's so weird. People are so weird. You know, I think think that... um, that's definitely the future of porn. I think that the AI photo stuff has been literally been progressing in front of my eyes so that um, as soon as that they allow the, the current issue with making AI porn is you basically not the, the roadblocks, should I say, to mm-hmm. actually creating it is that the mm-hmm. AI generation systems, Dolly from OpenAI and whatever this mid journey, they don't allow you to use a number of words. So if you're getting anything out of it, that's even remotely porny, you got to get like, insanely creative and you have to start naming photographers names you have to start naming like art styles and stuff like that it's really complicated so anyone that can actually pull that stuff from it and actually not get flagged as well and like pulled off the service because they will like ban you i got a message from that thing last week remember and that was just we were just making a joke about reality television Mm -hmm. like so right um i think very I think he was saying this was actually like an ad banner that was on like Pornhub or something. And like, I kept seeing it. It's just there. And so then he like paid for a service to get like two of these friends of his, like it made into porn, Um, which, yeah, you can also do with your head and not, I don't know. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, uh, that whole thing was just gross. I mean, I'm not, Yeah. Um, I, 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 yeah. I, um, no, this, I mean, we've talked a lot before on the show about like some of the ethics and decisions about like ju- even just reality TV, right? What we sure. decide to watch, what we decide to film. Yes. Uh, the topic of consent, informed consent, and participation sure. in these shows. Yeah. Let's, you know, let's... like. It came up with the MILFs even when we asked ourselves, like, well, to what extent were they told about exactly what they were about to experience, right? Um, right. And this brings up... I think, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Go so ahead. Many, Go so ahead. many questions, but also let's let's keep this same thought in mind and turn it around because now we have, we have 
forgotten the hottest button subject of the entire episode, which will be Dilf Manor. Oh, no. Dilf Manor was a joke. Are you serious? But then, yeah. Dilf, I, I did well, check the TLC casting oh, thing okay. after that, and it's not an actual thing. It was a joke. But I really wanted it to be real. But there are other shows that we can all try out for. And probably you know, the fact that I thought it was real says a lot about society. society. Agreed. Agreed. I definitely also thought it was going to be real. I almost and said I, it exactly oh. the same time. <laughs> One of these days, the mind meld will be complete. <laughs> yeah. Well, shit. I did think it was real. And you know what? Uh, they will make it, given time. Do you want they to will. It'll happen. Much like they made this, given time, they'll make that given time. When this show becomes a huge hit, another network will make it. Someone will make it. A Brazzers the will The dive. Yeah. They are making a grandpa version. Like they, uh, as, like they, or there is, if you look at the DLC casting link, like they are looking for, for seniors, not to necessarily date granddaughters, but um, to go on like a dating show that's like in a villa or something. Uh, I just also said Dia. Um, but I, that is, I, have, I think that is exactly what you called. Michelle, that they would have to go to older dudes. Yeah, yeah. Um, they are doing, I think, a gilf manor okay. of some kind. But I don't know with relative... The gilf garage. Right. So let me... Gilf gazebo. Yeah. Um... They, all have a, they all have a PT cruiser <laughs> that I'm... they use to take their dates out. That would be fantastic. <laughs> Everyone at home, I would love you're going to listen to me order lunch. I'm just going to disappear from the video briefly because I'm using my phone to record the episode, and also I'm using my phone to now order DoorDash. So, uh, oh my God, what are you ordering? Can I have some? Yeah, let's, no, let's do a yeah. group, let's do a group order. Let's decide together what I'm going to order. <laughs> yeah. okay. uh, I'm looking through. We what have tons of surprising lot of options. Well, um, uh, you know what? I could eat like a full size meal because I, I really didn't have much of a dinner last night, so I could do really sure. anything. So we're looking at uh, order again. We got some things in here, but let's just go through. Uh, let's see. Most popular local restaurants. How about that? We'll just see. We got Ford, okay. We got Ford's Garage, which is a Ford branded local restaurant created by some restaurant types. It's, it's like burgers, American food, whatever. Then we got Three Pepper Burrito Company, which is a local, well, regional. It's like a couple cities here, mm -hmm. uh, Fort Myers and Benita. They make it's basically Chipotle but local. It's really good. It's better than Chipotle. Got Captain Hook's Sushi, Pho, uh, and Thai, which is actually really good. All of those things. Sometimes I'll get like, um, even though it's called Captain Hook's, which is like the, you know, it doesn't lend credulity to their <laughs> quality as a restaurant, but it's incredible. Um, <laughs> their Pho and their uh, Pad Thai is really good. We got Taco oh, Poncho, wow. a classic. You can get eight hard tacos for only $9.99. Wonderful. Wow. Wow. Delicious. That's a deal. Yeah, it is. And yeah. they're, they're wonderful too. Um, and that's including uh, sour cream and guac if you add it on. You got uh, wow. Chen's China Bistro with your classic, uh, classic, um, you know, General So's kind of, kind of deal. Uh, I think I want that for dinner. Anyway, go on. Okay. Go on. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm craving these now. Yellowfin sushi and sake bar, which is straight up like if you're going to order sushi, that's probably the choice. Um, let's see, Ginger Bistro, which is I would say probably as well. It's like your classic. Um, like uh, like Kathy like chopsticks and Santa Fe. This is mm -hmm. that level mm -hmm. of Chinese, which actually I I prefer okay. that kind of price point. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, Hua's Garden, which is the expensive version of that. That's where like the Chinese restaurant you're gonna go and sit down in. Um, Got gotcha. you. 
we have, uh, let's see, Taco San Miguel. That's your uh, traditional uh, classic taco. Or, well, should I say? I feel like you had me at Pad Thai. Okay, let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Here we go. So, I'm going to do Pad Thai. Look at a. That's funny because, like, I'm feeling pad thai for you, but I've decided that I want like, like Mongolian beef and white rice probably for dinner tonight from like, uh, well, it's called Double Dragon. It's like a step up oh, nice. from, nice. you know, it's like a, it's it's like it, it's it is a takeout place, right? But it's like really good. It's like really fresh ingredients, right? So like it would be good enough to have like it also has a sit down area, but like I always just get takeout because I want to watch my stories. Yeah, who? That's just the way I want to live my life. I just want to watch my stories, mm-hmm. enjoy my pad thai. <laughs> Should I get a Thai iced tea? Yeah, of course. Okay, sweet. Should I get a pad Thai? So everyone at home, I got a chicken pad Thai. I got a gyoza fried, um, sort of steamed, because I'm a a fried guy in that one. And Uh I got the Uh uh, a special, a large special pho, and a Thai iced tea. That is my order. Yeah. Wow. It'll be to me in 24 to 34 minutes. Wow. Giving an extra big tip because it's soup. That's got to be a hassle. There we go. All right. There we go. Lunchtime, everyone. So uh, I sent a link to everyone here uh, if, if actually uh, yes. to break the fourth wall. If anyone would actually like to mm-hmm. take a break at this point, this would be a good opportunity to take a break. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah, no, I want to get more water. And now that you mentioned food, I need a snack. Okay. Yeah. And then I, I noticed that my wall clock is all fucked up. My wall clock says it is 1030. And I'm like, wait a minute. It is 1139. No, that is correct. It is much. It's actually 1239 here. But, you know, <laughs> it's like much later is the point. And so I was like a little like confused for a moment. Anyway, I'll yeah. be right back. Okay, me too. Yeah.
did cheese go? I don't know. Where did cheese go? I don't know. I don't know. Where did cheese go? I don't know. Where did cheese go? I don't know. Listener, here's what you missed. Food has been ordered mm-hmm. by Michelle mm-hmm. and Brian. Mm-hmm. Kathy mm-hmm. is having a sensible snack of chili mangoes and vacation nuts, mm-hmm. aka toffee nuts, mm-hmm. toffee covered peanuts. Correct. A delightful treat. Yes. Um, and we were about to start talking about veganism in greater yeah. detail. <laughs> yes. Yes, that's true. So um, we were talking, we, we started talking about this because of the fact that, uh, uh, you know, uh, adherent believers of the, of the vegan faith uh, feel that uh, bleached sugar, your traditional white sugar, which is uh, used, uh, charred animal bones are used for the bleaching process, uh, changes that sugar into a non-vegan product, which I understand the argument. I used to believe in the argument very much. Uh, also, honey is off the list. Um, but... We were we were talking about perhaps our experiences as vegans and also what what broke us. So I don't know if you'd like to chat about right. That. I I started by by uh, saying um, what broke you, Brian. For me, it was a creamsicle at year one. That's right. Um, which is a very uh, very limited time being vegan. I was vegetarian for far much far longer, and right. um, ironically now completely lactose intolerant. So that creamsicle would have been off oh. the table. Wow. But. Um, at the time, um, I needed that creamsicle. I was I was going into withdrawal. I really needed a creamsicle. So, uh, I mean, what broke you? Uh, what was your? I was in Miami, and I was uh, I was on my first trip in a in a relationship, and I was tired of adhering to like vegan stuff. And I was at a restaurant that had fried chicken sushi, and it was oh. it looked. I saw someone else had it, and it looked incredible. Like the the way it was presented. Uh, presented and stuff was just unbelievable it was like a fried chicken tender but you know it was a really nice miami restaurant it had fancy sauces and stuff it was super crispy amazing but i just uh i put it in my mouth and i was like wow three and a half years gone and then also at the same moment i was like well i can still like keep all these policies and practices and knowledge and information i learned in my head and just use it to guide me ahead in the future and um uh i started using that information and knowledge about <laughs> a year ago forgot it all until then but uh, here I am. And uh, I actually uh, played the game of like being a vegan like before all the products and stuff too. Was that your case before like you could go to Whole Foods and get 14 million like non-meat meat products? Sure. Yeah. That was that was a complicated sure. time to play that game because mm-hmm. I was taking trips like I was going 30 miles to like go to a Whole Foods to like buy stuff that wasn't gross, you know, basically. My, my argument had always been if, if I lived in any other place where it would have been slightly harder for me to get uh vegan and vegetarian products i probably would have just not cared mm-hmm. uh, or 
done whatever was easiest. Um, but I've always grown up in metropolitan New York where there's always been something since I was born. So, I mean, mm-hmm. since at least like the eighties. So it has, it had never been really an obstacle. The one time I remember it being, um, an issue was we went away to Vermont for a weekend in college and my boyfriend at the time who was staunchly vegan was upset that they weren't making the pancakes or whatever it was on a different griddle from the grill that like they made the sausage or bacon and I was like I cared about that yeah no no and I completely understand that point but like they didn't have a second griddle what what do you expect yeah Yeah. The Impossible so, Whopper, same thing with the Impossible Whopper, or any of those things that they make right. fast food restaurants are. Yeah. Right, exactly. So, I mean, I don't know ideologically what people want to do. Whatever they want to do is their choice, but mm-hmm. I chose not to yell at the people in the small diner um, and, <laughs> and and say, like, this is disgusting. I, I don't know. I just, I was like, I'll eat something else then that wasn't cooked on there if this is such an affront. But, yeah, yeah. Um, I, yeah I never really had, like, there was always like Morningstar products or life, whatever, like Dr. Prakers or some like something at like health food stores at least. So um, I have never really had like an issue of accessibility, but I under I completely understand like if somebody grew up someplace that wasn't inundated with like all those specialty products, of course. For example, though, Kathy, you did grow up in a place yeah. where that stuff was big. Um, did you ever take and, and let me ask you a quick question before ask you anymore like uh, did you ever go to rfd real food daily and have their vegan stuff because that i was obsessed uh-uh. i was obsessed with that every time i went to los uh-uh. angeles i always made at least a couple of visits there no so it's so um i grew up in a little suburb of la right so i wasn't like in city proper but it is california right so like we definitely had a health food store in our area um, that was like large and sizable. And it had, yeah, like all the Dr. Prager shit. Um, it had, um, it had all the like uh, Bob's red mills, flowers of all varieties and yeah. the like, um, it had all of the apple cider vinegars and the amino acids and then like wall of vitamins. Yeah. Like just, it was definitely a health food store, right? And it was there ever since I was, like, a kid, right? And um, I feel like uh, part of being from California, even, and I, I'm also grateful that my folks were pretty open-minded about shit, was we would just kind of eat everything. Like, there wasn't, like, um, I don't know. It wasn't like there was just, like, meat exclusive. Like, we were... My mom would be like, I saw these vegan burgers at the Albertsons. I brought them home. Let's give them a shot. And it was like, yeah, let's try them. And we're like, oh, these are much better than they were two years ago. Right? Like shit like that, you know, like, because that would happen. And we knew that we had friends, relatives, like same thing, who have dietary issues for a variety of things that aren't just because it's like a choice, right? Let's kind of say like that. People have allergies and all kinds of weird shit sometimes in their diets. And, you know, old people are get, trying to cut out sugar and this and that and meat and for real one reason or another and like, well, fine, whatever, right? And no one really questions it, I feel like. But we had vegan restaurants and all kinds of shit, but it wasn't like something I like actually chose, right? It was like, Oh, I'm happy to like try the new Prager's black bean patty with some fucking 
you know, fresh tomato and what sprouts, whatever. Fine. It's going to be delicious. I'm going to love it. Some fucking veggie chips. It's going to be sick as fuck. Mm-hmm. I mean, the same thing, right? Like I, it wasn't like, Oh, that's only something for vegans. It was like, no, that's something for everyone. It's just whether you like it or not. Right. And it's, I don't know. I guess I, that was kind of my, my, uh, vision with that. Um, still do that. I still go to the vegan restaurants here. Right. And I'm like, let me just check out their glass noodles. This is going to be amazing. What's the problem? I don't know. Like, I, I feel like, uh, kind of the same thing with like aggressive vegans is also the like aggressive meat eater. Who's like, I only eat beef and potatoes. I'm like, really? Like, sure. Yeah, not like even a, some like roasted cauliflower because I love that shit. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, what's that? Sure. What's that dude that uh, that 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 conservative yeah, that, like, type caveman dude who eats the raw meat? Who's that dude who's like, I all use raw meat. I'm fine. And he has. Some- I'll only eat livers. Only awful. Give me all of your organ meats. That guy. Yeah, I don't know. Weird. Who he is. Liver. Yeah, the liver dude. Um, I will take some pate. I will take a steak tartare <laughs> as an appetizer. Did I, ever, did I ever tell my story on the show about visiting Santa Fe while I was vegan and, and having the experience with the chef there? I can't remember. Yeah, there's like, well, I mean, I can guess. There's no way you could be vegan here. Literally <laughs> yeah. everything is made with lard. It was the four seasons that it was pretty wild, but um, that's great. Yeah. No, I didn't even. Is that what he told you? No. (laughs) No, I went there and I I went to the the chef. I didn't even. It was off season. It was like the middle of winter when I was making my stupid trip across the country. This is my ill-fated trip across the country that taught me nothing except for that fact that you shouldn't really take a trip across the country. Although I did discover Santa Fe. So I guess there's some fun in that. But um, I would say this. Uh, I walked into a place and I met a chef who was just like, I don't know, writing some notes down, designing a menu or something like next to me. I didn't know he was the chef, but the bartender was like, Hey, that's the chef. He's made your food. And I was like, Hey, thank you. And then, you know, I ordered like something basically vegetarian or whatever. He's like, Hey, are you vegan? And I started talking to him about like my experiences trying to eat vegan on this stupid road trip and how I went to like five guys to get like fries at some point, because that was like something that would be vegan that I could like get through the day at least that I could like just quick. Uh, get quick and um and he said well how long are you going to be here and i was staying there for about a week at least at the time and um he said like well you could eat here at the the restaurant in the hotel and i'll make you a new multi-course meal every day you come all you have to do is pay 50 bucks and i'll make this crazy thing every night and it'll be different and he did Every night he made me a different multi-course meal. Every course was different, and it was all to his own amusement. He was doing it just because he thought it'd be fun to like make yeah. a bunch of different dishes back to back. And then he had me. My other price was he gave me a notepad and had me make notes on all the dishes. And at the end of the week, oh, wow. at the end of the week, he made my favorite dish for me for free, like a huge plate of this crazy mushroom pasta, which you would never get at a fancy restaurant. But he gave me like oh. a gigantic, unbelievable serving of it. It was awesome. Very cool. He he ended up moving to, I don't know, Hawaii or something like that. I I knew him for a little bit after I did move there. I ate there once or twice, but Mm -hmm. he moved on, as chefs do. Uh, It was a fun experience, though. As a vegan, that was a very unique experience. I had never had a a restaurant be like, oh, that's fun. Let's continue. Let's do something with Mm -hmm. this instead of like being like an asshole. So I thought it was worth mentioning. If I hadn't mentioned, maybe I had. I I can't remember. No, we have this... um... 
So Tyler used to be a pizza chef mm-hmm. oh. in Austin. Cool. And uh, when uh, I, I explained to him that I had this lifelong dream of one day owning a ranch in Santa Fe for not for like growing purposes. I don't, I don't, I'm not a grower. I don't have like a green thumb, but what I want is like, I want a horse. I want a couple of cows. I would love some cows. I've always wanted cows. This may seem ridiculous, but I've always wanted cows. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, probably like a pig or a goat. I don't know. Maybe one of each, just something small, a chicken coop. I would love this shit. I think I would be delighted. Yes, I would, you know, raise them, treat them humanely. But yes, the intent at the end would be definitely be to eat them, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. But um, so, like, I'm like, I want this, and and so we have this dream of Tyler will run the chili growing aspect of the farm. I will simply take care of our little animals on this little farm, and then from all of this shit. We'll have a restaurant, and that is what we'll actually live on. Yes, and, and it's called hot meat. Yeah, no, we're gonna, and we're gonna. I mean, I, I'm gonna be in charge of drinks. This is where the horchata rita comes in. This is one of my patented Ooh. drinks. Yeah, no, it's as wonderful as it sounds. Send me a DM you know about future financing opportunities, Kathy. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying that I'm buying. I just want a ranch, and I'm also probably gonna live there by myself. Yeah, no, I mean, this is this is we're gonna share crop Can it. I be the ranch, and I just want a horse as well. I mean, I'm gonna put some fucking yurts out there, some some earth wow. ships. I grew up doing horse shit. I love horses. I was I was a horse. See, this I was is a horse so girl. See, my now secret. you see why we need to go Clockwork Orange, the Frank Lloyd That's Wright house. And my secret is truly that I, growing up, my best friends were horse girls, and I was a horse girl too. That is my true origin story. That's so beautiful. If if, you, if anyone ever wondered about why I am and who, what's up with me? That's my story. <laughs> Do you have any like, photos of you in Jod purse? I absolutely have. Uh, uh, well, my mom probably does. Has a picture okay, of me in the, the whole outfit, the little helmet and the boots and stuff. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure of it. That was still about age 11 or 12, I think. Really. It's a fun time. I did horse camp and all that. that. Is the, I'm totally picturing Lisa Simpson when she's riding a horse. Imagine Lisa Simpson... Imagine there's twin Lisa Simpsons and they're my best friends growing up. That was my life. <laughs> that's gorgeous. That's, how, that's, I a learned, picture. that's how I learned PC gaming. I learned PC gaming from their dad. <laughs> I learned wow. about the computer from their dad. Yeah. Wow. wow. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Okay. So where were we? We were talking about a number of topics. We had moved on. Oh, yeah. Well, let's, let's. Well, let's get down to brass tacks because yeah. I don't think we've really ma- managed to get to the milfs yet. Yes, let's Ooh. talk about let's talk about the milfs. So this last episode, episode number three. Yeah. No, for no fireworks exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of more on the chill end as far as uh, an episode of the milfs has been so far. The first two certainly. Wow, explosive. Maybe they just knew we needed all to take a like a little breather. Um the We saw Harrison come out of his shell a bit. Yeah. The and the 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 MILF and the mom the, the mom and the son with the whole deal, the slept with the son's friend. Yeah. They they had a they had a kind rekindling. Like a I yeah. say rekindling, like coming together. A, a reconciliation is the word I was actually looking for. I would say rekindling is apt. Sure. No, it is. It's true. It, it is. 
their romance is back and back full flame. Yeah. Their mother son mother son romance. Love for each other. Yep. Has returned. They will in fact be appearing at the uh mother son dance. And costume party. I hope that's real. <laughs> Mother boy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like just. Oh, oh man, the hottest commodity this episode. Well, they actually, mm-hmm. excuse me, they, they did have a mother son mm-hmm. dance. When am I even talking? Mm-hmm. About? I was making the joke. That's literally what it was. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Does anyone have a better memory of it that would like to recap the mother son dance experience? Michelle, go for it. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm, like, looking for it in my head. So, um, so young, and her uh, son did a canoe move, which I thought was pretty great. Uh, they sat on the ground, and wasn't that them paddling? Or... They also they, did, like, a butt push-up thing. Do you yeah, remember that? He was, like, in her, yeah. like, butt space. Yes. They were doing, like, linked-up simultaneous push-ups. Push-ups, and he was, like, behind her on top of her, and butt like push, like, pushing up into her butt. Taint area as the taint area. One Kevin Smith, I think, is what brown, it calls. Yeah, taint. Yeah, area. yeah. brown, brown taint, taint areas, I believe, what he calls it. Uh-huh. Classic. Yeah, classic, classic, classic area. <laughs> Am I misremembering, or did the Magic Mike son do some Magic Mike shit? Oh, totally, totally. Yeah. He was like, like the so, um, the more. Um, so Hamilton, who is the uh, adult dancer, he's a dancer. He it is he has talked about it before. It came out during the secrets when he was like, "I've danced on a grandma," you know, like old lady. Oh, right. It was because he was like, "Oh, I'm an adult dancer," like I, you know, and mom was like proud, you know, and um, which is also kind. Of, I mean, I I think again, like you know, these are. I think there's some aspects of this show that's progressive right like um it's good to see that like the mom isn't judgmental about like her son being a stripper essentially right like how many parents would really be like he's been doing it but i've never approved and i've sabotaged every one of his relationships because of it right like it's gonna be some shit like that and as, instead she's like i'm so proud of him he's doing so great like He's he's working it while he can, and you know, but he's also like my son, and I love him so. You know, like just, I'm like, th- there's aspects that it aren't crazy, right? That I'm like, I'm kind of. Well, what if there's like that? a darker side to that? Like, what if it's because he has a severely mangled penis and testicles, <laughs> and she's like, I want him to embrace himself and know that episode he's four and attractive. <laughs> um, no, no, I agree with you. I think I think that it was. I'll keep wanting to call her Charmaine, but no, her name is Charlene or something. That is the Magic Mike mom. I um, keep confusing the Aprils as well. I can't keep track mm-hmm, of yeah. who's April F or H or S. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I see her as the more like introverted mom. I feel like is the only phrase I have for her. Introvert mom, because she doesn't right. feel like she's on that same level of like, ah, crazy this was like the craziest i saw her get usually she's just off in the corner with like a martini like just sitting there right not even doing any of the other shit right she's not like out sunning herself yeah or something you know like she you know 
oh, I'm going to go play volleyball in the water, you know, like, cause that's what yeah. some of the moms are doing in the background. You see it like in the like B roll parts of the, of the show, you know, um, who is the um, mom that went on a date with Ryan? Wasn't that, that was Pola? Okay. Oh, Pola. Yeah. Um, they seem to be like into each other as a couple. Like I think like I see our first actual couple forming. No? Did you not Except she kept saying like I wanna be with my son. Oh yeah. And he well, was that was yes, that. yeah, that's Stephanie, no? No, no, Stephanie's the hot one. Stephanie's yeah, like Stephanie's super the hot, hot one. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, the the I think Paula was the one that was like, first of all, I wanna be with my son. Mm-hmm, Second mm-hmm. of all, I wanna be with my son. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's right. I do, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Weird. But we also got like we did find out that there is some kind of goal in the show because they did set up this, the uh, stakes that one of one mother and son couple shall be banished from Milf Manor this week. And I, I think it's impossible to determine how many episodes are left as well because I'm not sure. I don't mm-hmm. know how many. Last MILF standing, maybe. Mm-hmm. Last MILF standing. Here's the other thing that wasn't clear to me, though. Will it be a mother-son pair? Or will it simply be a mom and a son who shall be eliminated and now mom gets to hoe around because her son isn't Ooh. there and son gets to hoe around because mom ain't there, right? Like, So I think that would be... A much more interesting dynamic than mother-son pair are banished. But I don't know. Thoughts? I think Thoughts? It's, I think it's feasible that I'm thinking about the logistics of the time of filming the show. I think it's feasible that they had these people there for at least two weeks, which means in each episode has been about two days, right? Two days. Right. So I think it's possible that there's somewhere between around a dozen to 14 episodes, something like that. Mm. Or maybe... 10, 10 to 12. That's what I can think. Just because it's the first season. Now, maybe next year mm-hmm. you do like this big blowout. You do like a Love Island style. Who knows? I don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. this is this show doing numbers. Is anyone? I tried to look up. Has, has anyone got a sense if it's doing numbers? I'm going to let me see if I can look it up. I mean, I, wow. I tried because they should um, at least one or two weeks of it should have already been published. The, the ratings reports. Those aren't all public, but some of it is like a lot of that stuff ends up on Wikipedia. So. Mm-hmm. It must be publicly accessible somewhere. I'm only I'm only asking because I want to know like, are we going to get a season two, and how feasible are spinoffs? I think that honestly, the way that TLC does spinoffs, that plenty of these mom and son couples are primed for like some kind of development to their own series. Um, Yahoo.com, by the way, is covering the shit out of Milf Manor. Let me tell you. Okay. Yeah. I'll check. Maybe it's that. just my Duck Duck went results, but <laughs> I have one, two, three, four, four in the like top six results. Like, yeah. Anyway, okay. Yeah. I'm just looking for metrics. I'm just saying. I think we know who the target audience is at youhoo.com. Youhoo.com forward slash Yahoo. Yeah, it's like I'm going to go to the Nestle Quick website to get some news updates. 
happened. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Thank you. It's the future now. Ad companies, you actually have to go to like the Coca-Cola website to get news now. That's that's how it works in the future. Oh no, I've spoken to fruition. That's bad. That, yeah, will, no. will. <laughs> that sounds like something feasibly that could happen like a hundred years. I want my news brought to me by like Trutopia. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Here, no. Coca-Cola Corporation. An Apple. Coca-Cola, the yeah. Coca-Cola Corporation has been a uh, the most mentioned products line in this podcast history i used to drink a lot of coca-cola <laughs> yeah, yeah. i basically um haven't got groceries recently so i've just been cutting out the caffeine but um let's see yes i bet you there's a way let me think gushers present smilf manor how do you, yes. oh. how, do you how do you get money <laughs> I'm just trying to think about how you get money for a podcast. No, all ages. Yeah, no, it's like gush. Moms buying it for their kids. Mm-hmm. Kids' favorite treat. They rebrand. Oh no, it'll be like a limited edition gusher called Squirter. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of the episode. I'd buy that for a dollar. Everyone at home already knows this. <laughs> episode but now you know where it came from now you know why the episode <laughs> yeah. is called limited edition gushers called squirters um <laughs> i have an article here about the secrets of mummification revealed anyone interested in that on the what the secrets of mummification revealed unwrapping uh, the embalming yes. mystery inscribed ceramic vessels left behind it <laughs> but but seriously um if they if they uh sold gushers uh as squirters online there's no doubt that would be a huge hit product they could do the instagram as they could make in a zillion dollars you know what the secret to mummies is what's that it's the same secret to gushers it's moisture in one case an excess of it bad in one case an excess of it good Mm. it's dryness that is essential to the mummification process which is why you have to remove the organs you have to get sim- to too fluid. much fluid so you're, you're, yeah. you're telling me the egyptians got really into it and just made those bodies just squirt all those organs out and that's i mean they would i i, I understand they would yes. um do a variety of processes yes. from like cutting almost mm-hmm. autopsy like removal of the viscera yes I don't know if it's actually true that they remove brain matter from the nostril. I feel like it would make more sense to actually remove it from the eye socket sinus area that I feel like. But I don't know. Maybe the, the eyes had to be kept in. I have no idea. Well, as I, I, but they, but I do know that a lot of the, the, the liquidy shit inside of us has to come out. Yes. In order for the mummification process to really happen, Correct. so that we can dry I, out again moisture. I think I remember that here remembering though that like, and and pardon me if you're an Egyptologist, please chime in. I I am not. Excuse me, I'm gonna dial, um, <laughs> dial my Egyptologist. <laughs> I think I remember them that they keep the intestines because the intestines were some integral part of what they believe to be part of the human soul, something like that. But like one of the wetter organs they kept in, but they still, because I guess whatever doesn't go in the Coptic jars gets chucked. I don't know. Um, Yes. The, 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 the Canopic jars do contain, I'm reading here, 
they they take the um, they have three different sessions here of what they do. They have uh, initial washing, then they uh, remove any foul odors, and then they do a skin treatment to like preserve it for like all time to come. My food is here. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go grab it in a second. Oh. Um, mm-hmm. as, as I'm talking about that, let me look at the stomach preservation. They fill the stomach with heated beeswax. Interesting. Mm. And it also says that this the point of this article was recently uncovering that the organs found within the canopic jars were frequently cooked or preserved through pickling before put into the jars uh, as perhaps for some sort of, I don't know, like as preparing them for consumption was some sort of element of... I like pickles. I, it's an interesting thing that they it says they would actually cook them. And cook livers and mm. prepare them and put them in the jar that way. That's fascinating. So that's something huh. they learned from this new, uh, you know, set of things they found here. Fascinating. That's, that's that. I've I've gone to the Egyptology section of the museum <laughs> to, to bring you that. Thank you. Thank you. No, that was cool. Yeah. And I think that would be cool if they food. did it to the milfs too. If like, if the way the milfs get kicked off milk manor is uh, <laughs> they get embalmed. If they. <laughs> If they get embalmed and they have to prepare each other's liver and such. A photo of the mom gets hung up in the in the house, like at the top yeah. of the stairs, like looking at whoever's coming up, you know, like <laughs> and it follows you around like the like the thing at the haunted mansion yeah. where the statues, like it's a mom, like just like, yeah. where are you going? Are Absolutely. you sneaking gushers into your room? <laughs> <laughs> You'll get ants up there. Yeah. <laughs> or in there. But I'm, I don't know <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not exactly sure which. It's a terrifying thought either way. <laughs> yeah, I feel like um I don't know what other spin-off products we could get from MILF Manor, right? Like I feel like probably mm-hmm. definitely a line of like sex toys, cuffs whips oh, yeah. things of that sort that feels easy that that's like 50 shades of gray shit though therapy any other tie-ins yeah i mean i think each mom and son couple should be given at least three sessions of group therapy oh yes oh yeah that's a good tie-in that's a parting gift <laughs> <laughs> what do you win yeah so so brian welcome back with your thai food yes i have my gyoza right here so we were discussing if Gushers are going to be one of the promo tie-ins to MILF Manor, what mm. else could we come up with, mm. right? Like, obviously, things like line of sex toys and lingerie, easy, mm. low-hanging fruit, done, checkmark, moving on, right? But, like, what else? And, you know, Michelle suggested, you know, like, therapy. I think that's... <laughs> like some comped so therapy. So glad I'm eating right while I'm about to do uproarious laughter. Yeah, right. Well, I just wanted to fill you in. That's all, you know. Just what you missed. No, not much. Mentally insert me doing my very loud laugh. Very dramatic. Hope I don't choke and die on camera as I'm eating this. Is that a crab rangoon? No, that's a fried dumpling. It is a fried dumpling. <laughs> Everyone home. This is a fried dumpling. <laughs> any other uh promo tie-ins for milf manor that we can think of i mean Valtrex? i think uh 
I think they actually were the sponsor of Eliminate. I feel like those <laughs> Valtrex commercials were always on at the same time as the Eliminate. Yep. And variety of dating shows of that era, which I love and adore so mm-hmm. much. So much. Hmm. If anyone at home wants to pay the uh, $50 a month to get the mother's party, cookies. <laughs> if anyone. <laughs> Actually, that's it. <laughs> if anyone at home wants to uh, pay the $50 a month to us for the premium feed where you can see us uh, eating food. Because uh, it's basically pornographic. It's like mukbang. It's now available. Yeah. Yeah. You too can watch your favorite internet personality eat Thai food. You can listen to me slurp these noodles for seventy nine ninety nine. Mm-hmm. I'm not about. See, I would rather pay. No, I would rather they pay a hundred dollars to make AI versions of us eating. Mm. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Oh my God! Hear me out. Mm-hmm. AI version of us eating and having a podcast, aka AI endless my dinner with Andre. Except it's my dinner with Brian. Oh my God! And, Holy and you and all we do is order food and have existential conversations over a dinner table. This is it. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's it. Once again, that's the project. That's the project. TLC E Network. You're out there listening to us. I'm going to make my own little like slapdash version of it, really. I am. I mean, kind of. Oh my God. Could you feed it in our podcast and be like, what would a Brian and Kathy conversation be like? I could, I could use, there are services that you can use, AI services that will transcribe your podcast speaker for speaker like it'll actually it knows how to detect separate voices which is pretty cool most of the time that's oh. insane that's and, an, okay that's scary i'm getting scared now and then we can use that text all of that texting about it we've had 30 this is 37th episode i think and that would be i feel like you just told me bloody mary is in my bathroom do we could feed all that data into an ai model and it would know how we talk and interact to some degree and it could probably we could say hey using the data that i've given you and based on the movie my dinner with andre which would already understand the concepts of it and everything the themes it would know what to do make up an endless dinner conversation of us for the next and fill 20 pages of script and you and i could read it <laughs> i think this is amazing i think we should all do this yeah yes this yeah. is easy to do this would honestly be easy to do all you have to do is just get the transcripts and then it would know okay. our, our voices. And, and Michelle, yours too. It, it can detect like four or five voices at once. So it's pretty cool. Actually, if we used Zencaster, it would already do that for us. It would all record us on different tracks and then transcribe all our voices, I believe, if we wanted to. But That's 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 weird. I don't like that. Yes. Well, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm, I know. I know. I'm just saying like... <laughs> because again like i feel like i feel like that's kind of weird on some level like like is it gonna like predict our conversations like i'm I'm sure like that's also if it had access i feel like this is also kind of the i i saw like an actual lady who has an OnlyFans talking about the uh ai porn and was like okay yeah no like you can yeah you can have a titty yeah. Right, but like the real reason that anyone subscribes to someone's OnlyFans is because they have some kind of a parasocial relationship yeah. with that mm-hmm. person they're subscribing to somehow. Absolutely. 
right? So, like, I mean, I guess maybe you could have, like, the Hakune Mitsu AI do that too, right? But, like, you're always still going to know it's the AI back there, right? Because if you don't know, now you're the one being played, right? Like, so, like, now you're the mark, right? Like, as opposed to, like, oh, no, this is us having an actual contractual relationship, but I'm choosing your OnlyFans because I think you're the cutest or you're the one who's also into model trains or whatever the fuck niche environment that those folks have chosen for themselves, you know, like, and that's what she yeah. was like, no, so this AI shit, she's like, it's not going to put me out of business. She's like, the only people this is going to put out of business is, like, these weirdos who don't subscribe to some ladies only fans right now anyway because they're weird incels and think that they're above paying for shit anyway when it's like you that's either what you do you're good enough i say good enough right to have a actual relationship with someone that isn't transactional in that way right or it is and that's fine but she was like i'm not worried about these fake ass photos she's like you may as well have just drawn a picture of a titty what's the difference all i ask is that if someone makes porn of me please don't tell me I don't need to know. Tell me. I want to know. <laughs> I, okay. Fair enough. I'd want to know. I feel like I, I don't need to, you know, like how, like, they do have sure. that, like, we said that, like, oh, they, like, instead that streamer could have just, like, closed his eyes and imagined it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, there is, of course, also those conversations that even <laughs> such thoughts mm. are not consensual. And here's what I say. Think away. If you, if anyone on this entire world wants to think, think away. If you want to think about those two streamer ladies going at it, think away, right? Sure. Now, I guess the real problem is when you actually go into making some weird perverse fantasy into a reality somehow. Like, oh, I'm going to make fake porn of them or I'm going to tap into their walls and stall a camera or i'm going to hack their phone but i think that's when it's like you're you're going a little crazy there now a little person you know like just go look at a real titty go 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 buy an issue of fucking playboy or something and do it the way we all used to do once upon a time i guess yeah <laughs> wild times i remember man remember thinking about a titty oh man Remember when it took like all night to download a titty? Yeah. I mean, I know, speaking of like going back to torrenting, right? I mean, it used to take like an hour to download an image and not even a good one, right? Like literally a clip art. Like people, here's the thing, here's the thing. And I feel like we're, we're all, we can talk about this. Do you, do y'all know about gooning? Are you aware of this thing? Are they start talking? Dooning? Gooning. Gooning is this weird. Gooning. Gooning is this weird subculture on Reddit, which is all about dudes who basically like jerk off to like seven monitors at the same time, and they show their little like goon caves. They call them. The reason what? weird. <laughs> it's just a weird. It's a weird hole to go dive down. Um, because it's like there's some there's a subculture happening there, man. There's a fucking subculture. This is this is where I think the uh like this other aspect of like what's okay right like i feel like it wouldn't be okay if even what i was doing was i just had seven screens and all i did was watch the news all day 
Yeah, agreed. Like that's got some real like fucking super villain vibes to it, right? Like, yeah. let alone like seven monitors of porn or something. Okay, right? like, yeah, seven kitties. Well, at the just, same time. Yeah, I was just thinking. Well, they not just like one big extended panorama right. monitor, We're like you're flying about... over America like an eagle, because that shit would be cool. If you want to brave it, you can type in Dune Caves. But let me just describe it for you. Imagine someone sitting in the cockpit of an F-16 and all the screens are not even just one porno each. They're like eight. It's an eight cut box of pornos. Right. I'm, picture, so I'm picturing now like the Hollywood squares. Like multiple, I'll take the oh, top yeah. left oh, corner. Totally. You're talking like a matrix hacking station. Like mm-hmm. they're on the Nebuchadnezzar and like, you know, Link is there and he's dialing you into the matrix, but right next to it, all of a sudden, all the monitors turned like eight boxes of porn. <laughs> I mean, it's anyway. Uh, it's becoming a big thing in culture. It's rise. It's bubbling up from subculture into like people making joking references about it. That's why I bring it up. I like to stay ahead of the curve on that stuff. This can you, is, huh? Can you frog someone's goon hole? Oh, fuck yeah! Thank yeah. you. Callback. <laughs> I love it. Has anyone uh, gone and watched frogging yet? I haven't seen it yet. Not it's on my list, I promise. Okay. But I want to. The first place I'd want to frog is a goon hole. Oh yeah, I want to watch that. Surprise frogging. I want to set up a little camera. I just want to know what that guy's up to. I want to see what his life is like outside of the the. What is the rest of his life like? That's the reality show. You gotta no. That's it. You just start contacting people on that fucking thing. Send a production team to their house and see what their life's like. Like it make it seem like a frog out of water. Right, but the the point of view comes from within the walls. Yeah. You're the house slowly crying about its inhabitants. Oh. <laughs> I looked up gooning on Urban Dictionary and do not suggest it. That's all. <laughs> mm-hmm. What does it suggest as a definition? It's more or less the same, but with a... <laughs> Greater detail that I didn't oh, need. Another, another key component I, I forgot to uh, add into this whole system. Getting in buckets? What? It's a lot of edging. You're, you're edging for like 20 <laughs> hours at a time. Right. So apparently it's, it's not just like it, gooning is less the mm-hmm. the act of doing this. Rather, it is the euphoric state that results from gooning. So it is, yeah, it is both like verb and like. I guess now it's it's like a state of mind, according to some of the, some of these make it sound like they're like also taking a lot of like psychedelics and like really probably synthetic, like club drugs. They yeah, they're they're hitting two CI and then doing the clockwork orange basically with their eyes, the eye things and blasting out the seven. Yeah, they're doing that weird. Yeah, they're drinking that weird meth milk from like Clockwork Orange or whatever. It's like that that room in in Lost where they're like (laughs) re-educating that guy. Um, So anyway, now we're eating a bunch of food on microphone. So. Oh my god! No, I'm I'm like (laughs) like I feel like that was the greater horror than thinking about Cronenberg. (laughs) <laughs> it was. So I, I, it was. It was uh, when I discovered it a few days ago. Well, let's say two weeks ago. Um, there was someone making fun of it, and when I went and looked, <laughs> I couldn't fucking believe my eyes and to see there's an entire culture and community. But then you see the number of screens they have and the fact that they're actually going to installing like 
they're changing their home for this. Like, I want to like, I feel like I'm picturing the like male living spaces Reddit, but like for that, you know, like there's one red guy has a projector on the ceiling and on the wall in front of him behind all the monitors. <laughs> like they're going full bore. I mean, they're like, they're it's nuts. It's called a yeah goon goon cave or goon station. Anyway, so, that's it. So my Fly. brother, may he rest in peace. Yeah. He used to say. Whenever, like, his buddies or whatever hanging out at the bar, they would ask him, like, oh, like, how would you like to go when it's time? You know, like, you know, the way, I guess, people bullshit at bars, right? Like, kind of a convo. And he would always say, naked woman avalanche, which, of course, was, like, hilarious, <laughs> right? Because, <laughs> like, how do you answer how do you want to go, right? Like, of course, you're going to have that dipshit who's, like, surrounded by friends and loved ones, like, peace. I'm in a meadow, right? And then someone's like, I'm gonna get eaten by a bear, you know? Like, anyway, so I'm suddenly picturing these dudes with VR headsets, mm -hmm. like actually picturing a naked woman avalanche. And like, if you die in the game, die in real life. Kathy, yeah. how, how far are we away from putting on a VR headset and just saying, show me an avalanche of women? And it's just able to show it to you legs or not? i mean <laughs> hallelujah it's raining men yeah, right? yeah, exactly yes uh uh chat gpt pull me into pull me into the man rain world no it's like that simpsons episode where it's raining donuts but it's literally raining men like so i mean i'd be that down i think it would be horrifying when they hit the ground yeah no they would explode on impact obviously there'd be a lot of splashback i mean I it would not be the erotic adventure i think i'm thinking <laughs> it would be very viscerally upsetting <laughs> at least we could make them into mummies easily do you know how close we are to actually sitting down to computer and having it show us nude Tane? I think we're like very, very close. To Paul, yeah, no, Paul like, Rudd in our I computer. would like, I would like the Cronenberg body <laughs> horror of raining men. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I would assume there's screaming on the way down, which also I think adds to it. Uh, the, 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 the I did. think they're it's a of distant yelling. It's the mountain of people. <laughs> Boneless men. <laughs> Like jelly people, rubbery just... and floppy. Flapping, is flapping a... on the pavement. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what Dad Milf Manor is going to be like. Oh, that'd be fantastic! Tears, tears unnoticed. <laughs> All right, friends. Oh, <clears throat> I do have one more thing before we go. Oh my gosh, please. Sorry. Please. No, please. I don't want to cut us too early. <clears throat> Let me put this away. Put this one away. I'm so, I mean, I've just been so excited about the Mills. I was glad, though, that it was a slower episode overall. Yes, it was. It was. Yeah. It was a slower episode. And I'm glad that we, um, I'm glad that we're all stoked for more. Because I, I just want to see, I want to see them actually fall in love. I really do want to see that. I want to see how they handle it. <laughs> I, I want to see some some real live raw emotions there. Yeah, I want to see. Um, I feel like, yeah, because like the the Sid Vicious son. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, he's cool. He looks. He he seems a little too protective of his mom, and he also clearly has attachment issues. He is very similar to Dom, the season two real world cast member. 
Huh. Uh, came from huh. England. He looks exactly like him in terms of his hair and outfits and stuff like that. It's like he just washed and was like, I'm wow. not that guy. But yeah. Um, Maybe. I have a beautiful, wonderful story for us to end on. Okay. A fantastic, fantastic conclusion for us. <clears throat> Monkeys taken from Dallas Zoo are found in closets. Are found in where? Closet. It's written by uh, yeah. That's a couple days ago or yesterday's uh, USA Today. This is uh, this started. <laughs> they're going to summarize the rest of the story up to now. So okay. Dallas police said two monkeys believed to have been taken from the state's largest zoo this week have been found in a closet at an abandoned home outside city limits. Dallas city limits. It's their own concert venue. Authorities are also... <laughs> they No, never mind. Sorry. Authorities also released a photo of a person with whom detectives want to speak in connection with the animal's disappearance and asked for the public to help identify the person. We are thrilled beyond belief to share that our two emperor tamarind monkeys have been found, Dallas Zoo officials tweeted Tuesday night. Police located the animals early this evening and called our team to come secure and transport the tamarinds back to the zoo. They will be evaluated by our veterinarians this evening. The zoo said it planned to share an update on the monkeys. Details about the recovery will come from Dallas PD, it tweeted. A Dallas police spokesperson told the USA Today on Wednesday that uh, officers with help from the Lancaster Police Department found the monkeys at about 4.50 p.m. in an abandoned home in Lancaster. Lancaster is in Dallas County, about 10 miles south of the zoo. Officers from both agencies were at the home, and the police say they found both monkeys in a closet. They were returned to the zoo. This article reads like it was written by AI. No arrests had been made, police said Wednesday. But police were asking the public for help identifying a person in the photo, monkey thieves, etc. Um, okay. It was clear that the habitat had been intentionally compromised. But here is the, uh, here's the, let me give the summary. On January 13th, the zoo was shut down after Nova, a four-year-old clouded leopard, vanished. She was found on zoo grounds and safely secured. Harrison Adele, executive vice president of animal care and conservation at the Dallas Zoo, noted there was a tear, a tear in the mesh of Nova's enclosure that morning. The next day, Dallas police opened a criminal investigation and found that an intentional cut was made in the enclosures that house Langer monkeys. No monkeys were missing or harmed. And then, uh, like a week later, on January 21st, Pin... 35-year-old endangered adult lappet-faced vulture was found dead in its habitat. The zoo veterinary team found an unusual wound and in injuries, which pointed to this not being a natural death. So um, what it seems like is that um, uh, in the monkey escape, they had tried to basically do the, like, 13 monkeys, like, set all the animals free kind of deal as a, as a disguise to steal the monkeys. Because if you actually go and read more articles about uh, mm. the monkey trade surrounding the specific species of monkey, they have been, not these monkeys, but these monkeys species have been stolen before. They're worth a lot on the black market. And so, you know, they find these monkeys in a closet and abandoned house. Clearly, whoever stole them got word that, you know, the cops were on the way or something or decided to ditch them. But they were stolen to be sold on the black market. Um, pretty wild. It's a, it's a monkey heist. They did the 13 monkeys animals, let the leopards free and shit just to get the monkeys. Pretty wild. Quite a heist. Wow. What can I do as just a regular civilian hearing this that, you know, really wants to help stop monkey theft? Uh, then I would suggest telling everyone you know to never buy a black market monkey. Okay. So that's that would, a good start. And then mm -hmm. I would say have them go watch Tiger King. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because honestly. All right, shut Fair enough. That's easy enough to do. Yeah. 
See, I feel like interestingly too, zoos kind of contribute to the problem in so many different ways too, right? Yes. Because yes. it's like they fuck- shouldn't be keeping this fucking monkey either, yes. honestly. Like, especially not if it's that easy to steal one. Yeah, zoos use British Museum kind of rules. Yeah, like you're not going to take care of it. We will. We've re- we've bred enough in captivity so that they'll never be extinct again. However, they all live in cages, by the way. And they can never be released back to their natural habitat. Yeah, no, we've ruined them. <laughs> they only can be spoon fed Campbell's soup every three days. And so, and these gushers. monkeys, yeah, and gushers. They're on a strict diet of gushers and and chicken and stars, uh, condensed. Yeah, theirs are. Yeah, no, theirs are like they're like meat gushers. They're like they're like aspic <laughs> with like bone broth in them. You know, pet gushers. I think you just millions pet squirters. Billions just sitting on the table. Pet squirters. They love them. Yeah. <gasps> bone broth gushers. Yeah. That's it. You found it. Bone broth gushers. Wait, hold on. I think we're close to a. Sexual... Oh my god. We're close to a sexual innuendo here. Bone broth broth gushers. Boners. Somewhere. And gushers. <laughs> Wait, what? Boners. <laughs> and gushers. Yes, that's it. It's gonna be hard not to use that for the episode title now. Too. Okay, so. Here's the line. Uh-huh. Boners for pets. Uh-huh. Gushers is all ages. Uh-huh. All what I call all ages gummies. And then squirters will be the adult gummies. Which <laughs> squirters as adult gummies will be the THC gummies, that's right? It. So that's we'll have adult gummies. Gushers. Yeah, that's right. All ages gummies and pet gummies. So yeah. here's the line. Millions on the table. As always, E network. Contact us. PLC. We're, we're your idea people. Yeah. So many, so many clients. Yeah. We know how to conduct a podcast for uh, 37 episodes. We've uh, ordered and eaten food on air without being uh, pretty gross about it, which I, I commend us for doing a great job at that. We even ate in front of a microphone. I didn't hear anyone eating. Awesome. I didn't even hear myself eating. Someone at home will probably hear me eating, but that's fine because that's kind of funny, I guess. We're um, still on the burgers. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, we invented squirters. We uh, we talked about well, yeah, we invented squirters. Uh, we talked about. Uh, we did not, however, invent gooning. We did not invent gooning. Thank God. We did discuss gooning. We're just here to spread goon awareness. We so. talked about how I was a horse girl. We covered our religious backgrounds. We've actually covered quite a bit of territory this episode, and that's uh-huh. why I never put what's in the episode in the description anymore because it's such a fun. Surprise. Oh, and don't forget the great religion of veganism. <laughs> oh, there's. <laughs> There's one thing that we have yet to do, and that's to decide our, our music. And Michelle, since you have never chosen a musical song, what should we mm. use for that middle break when we were gone? For that middle break? Wow. Okay. Um, what is... Oh, um, the Gween commercial where they do the Where the Fucking Cheese Go. Okay. Um, when they did the Pizza Hut commercial. Okay. That's my request. Okay. Um, the, the ween, where'd the cheese go commercial for Pizza Hut. I will Google that. Um, and (laughs) Kathy, what should the intro be? You know, I'm thinking, um, hmm. I was looking for something 
like gusher related. I thought of one. The best I could really see was apparently Pharrell Williams has a song called Gush. Mm, I know that's that gotta be about. That's that's gotta be it. But I feel like Gusher maybe better set gushers. But I, I mean I'm looking on 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 my song providing service. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. I feel it I don't know. I, I think like otherwise I would want um Something about oh uh maybe for the moms, breaking up is hard to do, by Frankie Valley on the Four Seasons. Sure. Yeah, or is breaking thin. Say that. Say that bit again. Oh, it's raining men could be also the middle <gasps> of the seasons. That's right. Okay, I think raining men should be the intro. Okay. Intro. And then, um. Oh, and Breaking Up is Hard to Do is by Neil Sadaka, my bad, um, should be the outro. Okay. Because we know we're going to have to break up with one of the moms soon, so that's mm. kind of heartbreaking. Ween, Pizza Hut, cheese. And uh, uh, I, well, we didn't take another break. I'll say this for another time. There's no doubt that I'll figure it out. in my well, no, there's no. I was just gonna say there's no doubt in my mind that I will say the word squirters as a callback to this, and then I will use that song next time. So everyone, <laughs> Perfect. Everyone at home, I hope that you enjoyed this episode, Michelle and thank Kathy. You. Thank you for coming, and we will be here again next week. I will go ahead and edit this episode and put it up today, and I'm gonna try to do that Bless every you. week. And we're gonna try to do this every week. So, everyone at home, thank you. Thank you for listening. Please tell your friends. It's the only thing we can ask of you. This show is free. I kind of want to keep it free indefinitely. So um, just send us your vape lanyards. Yeah, exactly. Uh, if you could uh, manuf- like go into like a, a, a secondhand store, find some of those like grandma glasses, you know, kind of hanging kind of chain there. Strap that. Absolutely for perfect for them. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely perfect. Life changing. I'm looking into it. So, everyone at home, thank you. This music is playing right now. Next time, I'll use Seven days a week. Charge extra large and extra hard. Put this pussy right in your face. Swipe your nose like a credit card. Hop on top. I wanna ride. I do a kegel. What is inside? Spit in my mouth. Look in my eyes. This pussy is wet. Come take a dive. Tie me up like I'm surprised. That's role play. I wear disguise. I want you to park that big Mac truck right in this little garage. Make it cream. Make me scream. I don't public. Make a scene. I don't cook. I don't clean, but let Aye. me tell you, I got Aye. this ring. Gobble me, swallow me, drip down inside of me. Quick yeah. jump out for you, let it get inside of me. I tell yeah. them where to put it, never tell them where I'm about to be. I run down on them before I have a nigga running me. Talk your shit, fight your lip. Ask for a call while you ride that dick. Why you really ain't never got him fucking for a thing. He already made his mind up before he came. Now get your boots, hang your coat, fuck this wet ass pussy.
pussy. He bought a phone just for pictures of this wet ass pussy. Pay my tuition just to kiss me on this wet ass pussy. Now make it rain if you wanna see some wet ass pussy. Look, I need a hard hit, I need a deep stroke, I need a henny drink, I need a weed smoke. Not a garden snake, I need a king cobra with a hook in it. Hope it lean over. He got some money, then that's where I'm headed. Pussy ain't one, just like his credit. He got a beer, well, I'm tryna wet it. I let him taste now, he diabetic. I don't wanna spit. I wanna go, I wanna gag, I wanna choke I want you to touch that little dangly thing that's swinging the back of my throat My hacking is fire, Bunani Dasani is going and drying, it's coming outside Yeah, I run yeah. on that thing, the cars behind me, I spit on his mic and I heat trying to sign me Your honor, I'm a freak bitch, handcuffs, leashes, switch my wig, make him feel like he cheating Put him on his knees, give him something to believe in, never lost a fight, but I'm looking for a beat In the food chain, I'm the one that eat you, if he ate my ass, he's a bottom feeder Big D stand for big demeanor, I can make you bust before I ever meet you If it don't hang, then he can't bang, you can't hurt my feelings, but I like pain. If you fuck me and ask who's is it when I ride the dick, I'ma spell my name. Yeah, you fucking with some wet ass pussy. Bring a bucket and a mop for this wet ass pussy. Give me everything you got for this wet ass pussy. Now from the top, make it drop. That's some wet ass pussy. Now get a bucket and a mop. That's some wet ass pussy. I'm talking wop, wop, wop. That's some wet ass. Macaroni in a pot, that's some wet ass.